0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: I remain anonymous, caught up in the finest shit Get that type of media coverage Obama get? Spit that Kurt Vonnegut? Yeah. That blow your brain Kurt Cobain? That Nirvana shit? Who gon' bring the game back? Who gon' spit that rainbow on the train tracks? That gold rope? That five finger ring rap? Running with my same pack? You can find the Christ where the lepers and the lames at? Life is like a dice game. One roll can land you in jail or cut your cake, Blowing kisses in the rice rain. Nice whip, nice chain. The closet is closed. The stench is like slave blood. And private and tall. Yeah, they built my city on top of a grave. Nigga die, nigga get high and watch the parade. Back in the early 90s, where they at, where they at? Get the gag, get the gag was a popular phrase. Bally animals and rugbies was a popular craze. This the vivid memoirs of an obnoxious slave. I big waves like Matt and Harriet. i blast on Julius' Iscariot and fell off in the chariot. Oh, I'm sitting pretty, spittin' flames, gripping grains. Ain't a damn thing changed How do you do it? My dear boy, do you watch the facebook twins? Or a bird how college life? No, sirree, no! don't. They do it because they were born to, do it. born to do it.
0: What you are witnessing, dear friends, is the most enormous miracle of the machine. Creation
1: of a confectionery giant. They say, Candyman, Candyman, spit me a dream. Blow a chunk of the levee I spit me a stream. Knock a man house down and build a casino. A $2,000 government check from Fiend. I swam down Shit's Creek and came up clean. With a new lease on life like Andy Dufresne. It's the most poetical, nacking, unforgettable. Clarence 13x, a large Rhapsody from Bellevue. I'm splitting atoms, spitting flames, bringing change things will never be the same i got the rap game singing that last like etta james lames get their plane shot down like john mccain it's a dream it's a dream the flow's elegant like miss coretta scott king a lot of kings sing deaf and turn queen crack they 24-inch rims in the ravine respect the architect never test the elohim good night this is JLEC live from new orleans
2: Peace, peace to
3: the family. You are now rocking with Know The Radio. This is your host, the Blue Pill, a.k.a. P-Moore. Joined by my co-host, the Red Pill. Peace, family. Peace, peace. What's good? Everything is good, you know what I'm saying? Peace the to the family. have a glorious day, of course. Yes, we send sending love and light to our entire family across the universe, the multiverse, you know what I'm saying? Uh, in a verse, out of verse, wherever, whoever, you know what I mean? We are sending love and light. If you're within the earshot. Hello? Peace. I think his phone got cut off. But, uh, can everybody hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can hear you. Okay, okay. No doubt. I guess it was my phone that got cut off. Yeah, man. Talk to people. Uh, I love that song that was playing in the beginning. I just want to start off saying that. I wish I could direct videos. I would go find this Jay electronic kid and make all of those songs that he got videos. Because they like movies right now. I mean, you know. We just need to put that out into the multiverse and make that happen. Yeah. You feel me? It, if you're it, a director, it, uh, you need to get on your job and start shooting these videos for these brothers. They got this powerful uh, poetry, this music, these movies that they're spitting that uh, the babies and everybody else needs to see. Yeah, because his, his his vocals is nourishing. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely like a, a breath of fresh air. I can actually see you know what I'm saying? God body sitting around with their seeds and, and 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 their wisdom body and all that building and expanding upon them rhymes. Like it's, it's lessons and a half. So, yeah. You no know, And that's how back. you teach the babies. Yeah. That's how you teach the babies. Absolutely. Because and that's that's what you taught that. If you could remember the eight, the late eighties, early nineties, and whatnot, those videos were like lessons to us because they verify what the guards in the streets was teaching us. Then we got home, we turned on video music box. You see Big Daddy Kane, King, King Asiatic, Nobody Equal, Rakim Allah, you I mean, Gangsta, all of that, right there on TV. Like, that was so refreshing and enlightening, and it helped, you know what I mean, it, it helped steer the generation in the direction that we was headed in. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It, it gave foundation. And he was able to, uh, you know, it just seemed more real, ironically enough, because it was on the boot, too. You know what I'm saying? And And, um, you know, just the liberator aspects of matching those particular lessons with visuals, you know, and that's definitely something that we can attest to that's missing today, and that accounts for uh, the void, a lot of the void. Children can't bounce it off of anything. They could go and see the cartoon avatar, you know, the airbenders, and they could relate to the metaphysics on that level, but now it's still um, cartoonish to them, it's still imaginary, even though they can decipher it and make sense of it.
2: hmm You
3: know? Yeah. yeah. Yes, indeed. So as we await the master teacher, Deborah Blair, you know, is there anything that you want to specifically... Get into with the people in terms of news and developments. Well, a lot of things are going on right now. You know, what I'm saying on the on the in the world. You know, the world is involving us. So, you know, I already spoke to Delbert beforehand, and these are things that he's going to cover. So, um, you know, instead of building upon taking all of the light away from what the master teacher is going to come uh, break down. You know, I'll just hold it until the conversation begins. But um, we could take this time, though, before the before Delva comes on to tell the people that are out there, our listeners that are in the chat room or our listeners who are on the phone line, if they have anything that they want to contribute. Because remember, this is a platform for our voices to be heard. You know what I mean? It's not just about me and the blue pill getting up here, you know, shooting our stuff. It's about the family coming together and we sharing this information because that's what we're utilizing these tools for. Indeed. Uh, Yes, sir. Indeed, indeed. I mean, Um, I I, I just want to share. I have a little bit of frustration, you know, due to the escalating, uh, spiral that uh, the Haiti situation is presenting us. I'm really trying my best to see the silver lining, but um, they're trying, they're, they're working real hard to take away any silver lining that, that might even come out of that whole situation and um, the atrocities and the um, violations of human rights and the blatant disregard for human life is being put in front of our faces on a daily basis, you know, I can't even run from it, I turn the TV off, I don't even look at the newspaper, and everywhere that I turn I'm bumping into this information, so, you know, it's it's something that, you know what I'm saying, we're going to have to build upon, and uh, not just make this an episode where we just decoding and pulling apart all of these things that our, our sworn enemy is doing to us, we need to start working on ways to combat that, you know what I mean? put some solutions forth that uh the family and anybody who's able to could participate in. Right. Right. Did you um actually get a chance to peep the uh the missionaries or the quote unquote evangelists that were abducted in Haiti? Did you see that clip yet? Yeah. Yeah. The uh you mean the group that got accused of trying to steal thirty three children? Yeah. yeah, 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 Um, I was saying I put in a post today on Facebook that those were the lackeys. Those were the uh, four guys. The robbery already took place. Those were the last ones out the bank. You feel me? Remember Heat when uh when uh my dude Val Kilmer was walking to the car? Yeah. That that was them. They vowed Kilmer because the robbery already took place. They already filled the planes up with all of these babies. It was about two weeks full of coverage. No, about a week full of coverage that they were telling us in our faces, look, these children are going all around Europe and all around these, these states in America that black people don't even live. We'll never know what happens to these children. You know what I'm saying? So when they showed us these people that were so-called uh, abducted, in the airport for trying to smuggle these kids over the border. You know what I'm saying? It's good that they're shining light on it. It's good that they're even, you know, making, making it a, a issue. But, um, hundreds and maybe even thousands of children have been kidnapped already. You know what I'm saying? They've been kidnapped and, this is something that our researchers, the brothers and sisters amongst us who are researchers, our historians, the people who are already on these atrocities before it got put in the uh, limelight, what they should start doing is come together putting their documents and their research together and show that this was happening way before the earthquake. You know what I mean? The thing that Haiti is doing is putting the, uh, the putting atrocities on the global, right on on the front page of the global news for the world to pay attention to and recognize because we've been ignoring it for years upon years. And Haiti's not the only place where this is happening. You know what I mean? So if we're gonna try to get, it, if we're gonna try to, uh, if if they want to start taking the head of the snake off, then we need to start identifying where's the head of the snake. Mm. Yeah, you know I man. It's so crazy. I'm doing a research about this earthquake, all of these earthquakes over the past 30 days, and it's been hundreds of them. It it, it shows that they had an earthquake in Malawi the same day of the Haiti earthquake. You can actually research that. And there's been, they said it's been a wave of earthquakes. They call it an earthquake swarm in Malawi. A swarm of earthquakes that just have been hitting them back and you know back to back to back. Right, I explained yesterday on the show that um there was a thousand earthquakes in Yellowstone Park since January 17th, leading up to Sunday when when the story debuted in the New York Times. I'm saying Mm -hmm. I'm gonna grab that post and drop it back into the uh into the chat room. You feel me? So that's being underreported, and people need to take keep in mind that Yellowstone Park sits on the biggest volcano on the planet that links all other volcanoes together. So undeniably, there's something, you know, very instrumental, a monumental going on underneath us. You know what I'm saying? Something's definitely trying to come up. Yeah. I'm going to drop in the chat room right now for the family the link to the uh, website. They will show you they they have a map that shows you all of the earthquakes that occurred in the past thirty days, and you'll see something very familiar when you look at the link I'm putting it in there right now that they're all going along the fault that's all going along the coastlines of uh of these islands. But, for some of us who are familiar with this the the lost island that they call Atlantis, you'll notice that all of these earthquakes that are occurring are right along this whole coast, you know what I'm saying, right in this whole area, so I'm yeah, sure absolutely. that the uh sure Dr uh Delbert would definitely touch on this, you know what I mean. Yeah, what do you think about that song that they're about to do, the the remix to We Are the World? Um, I really didn't do too much research on it. I, I've just been seeing some things pop up where it's being mentioned that that's what they're getting into. I didn't really look too far into it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, you let me know. What do you think? Oh nah, I I just you know I saw the article. They said Lil Wayne. Uh, possibly Jay Z, Eminem, a few other people. Uh, about a uh, hundred artists. I saw like Lionel Richie. Uh, everybody came out, you know what I mean, to do the song that they're gonna do for Haiti. So you know, I'm 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 waiting to see and what, 'cause I see them holding papers in their hand, like somebody already wrote the verse for them. So I want to see who's going to get on that and, and go in, you know what I mean? Who's going to get on that song and already – because, you know, all of the kumbaya, let's raise money, you know, that ain't cutting it at this point. You feel me? They already they already reported Yelay raised about half a billion already. Where the hell is the money at? Why every time I turn on my computer, people are starving? And they report, and they they having reports about them being grossly, um, the gross negligence is taking place. And they have all of these uh, army personnel over there, Humvees and whatnot flying through the hood, um, driving over dead bodies and everything. And what they not even taking the bodies off of the street, b. They got the the trucks, the tanks coming through and all of that. They are not even picking up the corpse they pointing rifles at babies, and people, they not even, they shot, they were shooting them with rubber bullets. I got the article, Brazilian, um, the Brazilian troops were shooting them with rubber bullets, talking about that they were they, were, they was pr- pushing up on them. Wow. So we doing this, we are the world, you know what I'm saying, to generate all of these funds and whatnot. Who's going to be the artist that's going to even question what happened to the money that was already raised? And why did thousands of people die? And who do you blame that on at the end of the day? Right. You know what I'm saying? Off there. Yeah. Are these lives just that insignificant? You know what I mean? You, you let Caucasians just die out. You know what I'm saying? You let an incident happen where any Caucasians down to the – to the to the to, to who you know the white trash all the way up to their most prestigious uh, caste system of the court. You let any incident happen, and, and they and they sitting around starving and dying out and all of that from hunger and um, the lack of medical supplies. Okay. Won't happen. There'll It'll be, be riots hour, all you know, around the world, and of course. And the people, Pope will the people come will out be and, be and talk about it tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? The people will be in world court tomorrow and they will be talking about human rights violations and everything. They won't be talking about anything civil. Mm You know what I mean? And some crackers will be somewhere with some shit tied up on their face, burning down some shit. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Yeah. Yep. Getting it in. You know? Getting it in. But, but, you know... I'm I'm, I'm even looking at... Hold on, hold on. These niggas could terrorize Miami you know what I'm saying? On the coke trade, on on that side of things, you feel me? They could tear shit up when it comes to that, to flipping a little white rock. But come to find out that this whole country is is oil rich, you know what I'm saying, flooded in carbon. I mean, and nobody's turning it up. And they letting everybody die and starve. And I'm seeing pictures of the president with smiles on his face and all that. He trying to get his swag up, still talking about health care and they can't even take care of the health of these, quote-unquote, you know, people that populate our, our neighboring Americas. This is all the Americas. You feel mm-hmm. me? So, it's like, call it what it is. And it's like, at this point, I'm not I'm not sitting still waiting for them to say what it is. I know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, in plain view. Oh, yeah, man. I'm gonna, um, turn somebody's phone on in the blog, I mean in, in the chat. Okay. Do you happen to know 708? Who, uh, brother's calling from 708? 708, 718 yeah. or 708? 708, I 708. believe. Seven oh eight. Yeah, well, call over 718-600. I'm turning the phone on. You are now rocking with the best. No, radio. Peace. Peace. What's good? What's
2: good? Peace.
3: peace. peace. What's going Will on? I am the fisher man. What's good, brother? Well, I am. What's good?
0: I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm sitting here listening to y'all build on Haiti and all that, and, and you know, I just I sit back and I, re- I I reflect on you know how natural events must. I sit back and I look at how natural events, according to the time period that we live in, has to be associated with commerce in order to maintain the artificial construct of reality. You know what I mean? It's it's Mm -hmm. a phenomenon how as soon as uh, the Haiti situation jumped off, the first thing they started talking about was donations. I mean, even to the point where your man George Bush said, "Yeah, I know y'all want to
3: send,
0: uh, I want blankets and clothes and and all those things, but nah, we don't need that. Just just send the money, send the cash. We are talking about the same person
3: that fumbled Katrina,
4: it's blatant.
3: I'm talking about a blatant catastrophe." You understand? They still can't account for millions of the dollars that was sent into the Red Cross and all of these things. And they they resurrected this motherfucker out of his casket. They pulled him out of wherever he was at and let him come in front of that camera That's and face him past. Cow- your your yeah, yeah, your man. I know. No, <laughs> your man yeah. Barack. Your man. Your, your man. Yep. You
0: know what I mean? Your man. Your man's a man. But but you have to understand that. The Katrina and the and the Haiti events are significant to the time because the object is to suppress the 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 level of spirituality that's necessary yes. to us usher in the new paradigm. Yes. You know what I mean? So you have to. So you so in areas of the world. Where there's a, 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 a concentration of of, of 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 there's a concentration or a pool where where the people can access the ancestors. The voodoo or voodoo way of life, as we know, goes back into Shango Yoruba uh, uh, ancient African tradition in terms of. Of 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 being able to access the ancestors through ritual and dance mm-hmm. and and music. Why? Because in terms of spirituality, is, is multi levels and 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 the the most primal level of all spirituality is a vibratory rate, which which condenses upon itself, what gives us the many modalities of 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 life that we know it. You know, um, in the book Time and the Technosphere, they say uh, energy factored by time is art. Mm. I mean, so if you can take energy and incrementalize it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With, 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 with 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 distance and space, then you can cr- then you can create something of of, of 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 art or beauty. The very word cosmos the very word cosmos um when you look into etymology of the term cosmos, the very word cosmos means beauty or beautiful. Hence the term cosmetology. Cosmetology? You know exactly right so co- a person who is a cosmetologist is in this they're in the study of beauty or bringing out the beauty you know what i mean through makeup and hair and and fashion and all these different other things so when you look at the word cosmetology and you look at the word cosmos you have the the, the correlation is that they both are extrapolating beauty through
5: art mm-hmm.
0: you know what I mean. So, essentially, so essentially, the period that we're living in, these catastrophic events have to take place in order to suppress the creative process for bringing in the new paradigm. You know what I mean? Because if you look at Katrina and you look at the Haitian people, the relationship that they have with one another is that they're both Creole. Yes. And they're both dominated by the French.
3: Yes, and they both they both are uh, spiritual senses of, you know, spirituality and magic. This was something that was explained, uh, I think it was uh, Dr. Phil, Phil Valentine broke it down when he did the lecture around the time of Katrina, the death march. And he said specifically, this is an attack on the spiritual base of the people. So, what we're seeing right now is the continuation of this spiritual attack, and this has all correlations to do with december twenty first two um two thousand and twelve right
0: and it's to kind of people further out of sync with the natural order things in terms of in terms of of their relationship to the universe you know what I mean because because when you, when you look at our relationships in the universe, there's a vibratory rate of of, of resonance and frequency that we are all calibrated to, which allows us to access intuitively the information that is necessary to gather, navigate ourselves throughout the, the universe. You know what I mean? So if mm-hmm. you so so if you so 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 if you have a resistance who who are deliberately trying to disrupt those relationships, you know what I mean, then then what what takes place is you have these catastrophic events and you you you, you, you strip the humanity from the people which takes away the ability to create, because when you are moving in a state of fear and, 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 and panic and anxiety, you, the, the brain secretes the the, the biochemistry to support you know what I'm saying the very re- re- resistance that was initially set out and put out from an external force. You know what I mean, so you become stagnant you become stagnant in your ability to perform as a reflection of, of cosmic intelligence.
2: You
0: know what I mean? Yeah. You know? So, yeah. You know what I mean? So right now, you know, because, you know, one of the things that, you know, PE was like, you want to build on, you know, the whole time frequency thing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and that's very significant, especially for those who saw the movie Avatar. Because right, before, Avatar... Before, before, you, before, you, before you touch on that, right,
3: well, I don't, I, don't, I don't want to cut it, but I had dropped a link in the um, chat room to an article that came out about the, uh, the Voodoo High Priest in Haiti, you know what I'm saying, is claiming that uh, the cover or the... Um, the uh, you know, the aid effort is being is is being blocked by a church. You know what I'm
2: saying? <laughs> he gave
3: it up. Hello? Yeah, I'm, yeah, a, I'm here. here.
2: You mad yeah. me? You? are mad
3: Who baby is that? This,
0: this is me. This is this is my girl's okay. girl. Okay. He's Oh wow. All right,
3: all right. <laughs> in the uh, in particular article, he gave it up. You know what I'm saying? made a clear connection and I know that they ain't sitting back there in Haiti and in, in the midst of what they're going through thinking or you know recalling what they've seen in, in Avatar you know what I'm saying it's the other way around if anything but well, he clearly said that um the, uh, the spirits that they worship is named Iwa hundreds of spirits called Iwa. Iwa and he said their beliefs is that the trees have spirits you know what I mean and he's making an open plea through this uh, the national uh, outlet, the paper that they're talking in. He's like, look, Hollywood never sent nobody down here to survey what we about. He said the reason that this whole planet believes what they believe is that it is cause of, it's because of, that's his Hollywood voodoo. You know what I'm saying? He was like, voodoo is simply them understanding the whole aspect of aligning oneself with nature. And it, Right. You know, time and tech no spare talks about the same thing, but Homie ain't bugged out or how they would try to typify somebody that's dealing with the sciences. He's talking about very ancient sciences that the elders have spoken on about this particular time when the technosphere, which we have typified called the matrix, can't co and exist besides the news sphere, the biosphere. Us coinciding with nature moving into the endpoint of 2012 will determine. Got to let this man's clock, his calendar go, and his way of life. There's right. No two ways about it. Mm-hmm. Figure out how
0: you gonna do it, but do it. But the, but the, Because you have to, you have to understand that the technosphere exists as an antithesis to the biosphere. Of course. Be- you know what I'm saying because when, 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 when spirit. Crystallizes into the material form; it, it mirrors itself with a duality. So the so the duality is acting in opposition to, to 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 the to to the primary source of its reflection. You know what I mean? So 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 nature had to create the artificial construct because that's the war that we're fighting. We're fighting the the, the battle between between that which is. Is 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 artificial compared to that which is organic. I mean, so 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 we're in a period now where the where where the uh, the artificial aspect of of our so-called reality is its its time has ran out. I mean, so so therefore you're gonna have these catastrophic events. I mean, whether they are man-made. Or whether they're whether they're God made, so you know what I mean. And even the ones that are, and even the ones that are man made, they they they're, they're, they they follow suit with a with a with a natural order of 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 how things are supposed to play out. You know what I mean? Like don't, don't get it twisted because that because because it's not a coincidence that 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 the movie Avatar comes out. Right. Now when you look at the avatar, when you look at the people, um when you look at the people, the Navi people, the word Navi is native. It's the native. It's
3: the, the native. native. You know what
0: I'm mm-hmm. saying? What
3: I mean? Look, I don't I don't wanna cut nobody's wisdom, but without further delay, I wanna actually bring on the guests for tonight. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna keep you on as well. Uh will I am I just ask that you mute your phone. While he's speaking, if you want to chime in and say something, just come back on and let it be known. All right?
2: Well, I'm having yes, the brother
3: on right now for no further delay. All over the phone starting with 708-422. Brother Delbert Blair.
5: Yes, I'm on. No, delay. Peace. Peace to you, brother. How are you? Peace, brother. Delbert. All as well. Yeah. Sorry for the little delay, I just got off the airplane, walked into a frozen medicine <laughs> and I've been trying to collect my thoughts ever since there. It's my pleasure, my brother.
3: No doubt. Absolutely, no problem. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we've definitely been holding it down, waiting for the master teacher to make his arrival. Now that you're here, let's get right into it, bro. Peace.
5: Well, right, you tell me where you want to start. <laughs> Hello? Okay. Hello, yeah. Dear. All right. Where do where you want to start,
3: Phil? You said y'all spoke. Well, yeah. I want to get right into the uh, the children that are being abducted in Haiti. I want to talk about who they truly are and what is the purpose behind the massive kidnappings that we're seeing.
5: Well, many things are happening to the young people coming into this planet now. First of all, let me state that I believe that we are on a planet which is ascending, that the ascension cycle will be from the third dimension to the fifth dimension. I equate that like going from kindergarten to graduate school in a space of three years. The cycles of time are speeding up. Everybody listening to you probably knows already that the days are flying by. They can feel it. They say, well, how can you speed up time? That's not even important. Time is speeding up. You can sense that. Our our equation of time isn't there, period. Now, according also, again, to my research, children were being born for some time, obviously, but from about 67 to 1987, indigo children were coming in. Those indigo children were here to fight or flight. Many of them represented the ancestors, which people love to refer to, forgetting one thing. You are already the ancestors by your genetic uh, cell structure. Uh But those children were here to fight or flight. They came in to fight the enemy, those that killed them, those that tortured them, those that they felt were holding back the Earth. Instead, because of the draconic influence here, and this planet has been under dracon control, I would say, for almost 4 million years. Hear me. And that's a short space of time, considering the 4.5 billion years that Earth is supposed to be old. So what they did was to divert all these souls from fighting them and going to war. They gave them wars to fight in. Vietnam, Persian Gulf. Uh, Iraq, everything but where they should be fighting. They also then hugged them up and shot them up with all these shots and things like that. So instead of them doing what they came here to do, they had them fighting each other, fighting themselves and everything else. That had to stop, and it did stop. It started with, again, about uh, 19, I'd say 89, 90, crystal children began to be born. Now, crystals are an entirely different breed. They're all old souls, no new souls about them. They're not only old souls, but their souls now progress to come to the new dimensions. They can stay with the planet because their cells will conform, their mind will conform, their body will conform, and their souls are made to exist on higher dimensions. They come in with their eyes open. They come in communicating in the womb. They come in talking to animals. They come in with the... um, uh, shall we say, the ability to learn three and four languages by the time they're one and two years old. These are advanced children. And given the right to reach puberty and given the right to come together, they will begin to do what we all should have been doing a long time ago, using mind control. Using the mind is what you have to do when you get on a planet of higher dimension. We use what we call our brains here, which I wonder about that sometime. We use what we call technology. But you don't understand that if we're in somebody's mind, and if our planet is part of the existence in mind, then you have to begin to use mind to create whatever it is you want. We do that now, but then we have to divert it and begin to use physical reality to get it. Now, all of that, I say, happened now. How would this now tie into anything happening on Haiti? Haiti is just one of, unfortunately, and I hate to say this, many new deaf knows that will be filing in the next two years to come. Haiti was picked up because they have a lot of black people there. They have a melon melon in there, and he used magic a long time ago. This new diversion, this new draconic society does not want you to understand magic. They do not want you to begin to use mind and the mineral kingdom and the thought kingdom. They want you to use technology, and I heard just as I came in the brother was referring to that, let me also herald that part. The techno versus bio consciousness is what's here now. Nano versus micro. One is done because there are creatures who have no souls. They cannot exist without things that they must manufacture on the technological side. The biological side means that you can get into what they call micro versus nano. So if you notice all these movies coming out now, they're showing you, and even on the MTV Awards, they've got all these robots out there. They've got all these people half metal and half human because that is what they call the techno-nano society. The Creator wants now things to expand in consciousness so you can go to the ends of the universe. Those children that were there now were like sacrificials, if you would. Many of them are are babies who were born, and many of them, of course, were adults that were that were killed. But the reason why they want the babies is because the babies would have developed, because they all obviously would be uh, what we would call the, um, I just mentioned that again, the um, the new breed of children, the, the um. Oh, wow. Yeah, the crystal children are coming in there. They don't want them to develop. addition to which, and I know this sounds horrible, but any time you fight wars, you're feeding Drakons because they live off the life essence and actual physical material. What they don't like is melanin because it's bitter to them, but they can use the expanded cell consciousness that melanin brings about. So they actually put them all together. and I know this sounds terrible. Make a soup out of their bodies. They can use that to stay alive. They can use that to bring back youth. They can use this for all kinds of things because not having souls, they cannot develop cells with high vibrational rates. Therefore, they love wars. Every time there's a war, you always have missing people. Anytime you begin to have a plague, you have missing people. Many of these people are not missing their souls are missing because they've killed them and the souls are now free, but they use the body parts to maintain and they flew them for a whole society of draconic individuals on many planets, a whole galaxy full of them. That is horrible, but that's your baseline of what's happening here. And everything else is these people that are under their control covering for them, starting wars, telling you to go get shots. Uh, getting all kind of things in a low form so that you cannot progress to what you're supposed to be progressing. The planet is now fighting them, and the battle for this planet is now on intent. Whether we like it or not, the planet doesn't want them, so the planet is doing things to get rid of them. This is why they talked about global warming when there is no global warming. You've got a global freeze right now because there's a magnetic energy coming in. So I could just go on with this for a long time, but i like to say we can switch from that, or if you want to go further in that one, and tell me where it is on that basis. Okay. Okay. Um,
3: we could go. We could um, continue to expand on what it is that you're building on. What I what I actually do want to touch on is the whole aspect of you know the the magnetic frequency coming back in the cold front. I want you to talk also a little about harp. Uh, not so much about harp, but the the ASCAP. You know what I mean? Because I want to talk about the um, the. Uh,
5: OK, yes. let's it just say that this happened over Copenhagen. Well,
3: it
5: okay. to it. go back to Haiti, but you all right, Copenhagen there. Um, Norway Norway. Yeah. While your president was over there receiving their Nobel Peace Prize, there was a uh, supposedly five mile long aperture there that opened up. And people said what they saw seemed to be energy coming up out of the ground in a blue ray. The Russians said it was a a spaceship that was crashing there or something like that, or one of their fighter pilots. Well, that had nothing to do with that one. That was energy showing what they call this new technology, which can begin to give you thought projections, and also they can give you holograms. People are going to see many things in the sky. Many religious people are going to see whatever their religion teaches them should be coming, and it's all going to be false because they're going to use whatever it is from Jesus coming in the sky, from Allah looking down from on high, whatever it is. They used that in the Six-Day War way back 40 years ago when Israel was finally given a state through the Belfort Agreements. And they used a technology ship there and had the tankers that were from Jordan and, and, and uh, Egypt and all places like this. If you remember, they had a whole tank armada. The tankers were getting out of their tanks and genuflecting because they showed a picture of Allah or they showed what they thought was a very uh, messianic or a very high-breeding thing in the sky. There was nothing up there but holograms, and they played to their weaknesses. Well, now they perfected where you think that you see in a three-dimensional anything they want you to see. So with that in mind, you're going to see a lot of stuff happening now that people are not going to understand, all to make people think they're seeing what isn't happening. And the thing is, this is why you say double the devil of foot, because it would be technology that's being used. They used this technology also to start that earthquake over there in Haiti. It was not a natural thing. Now, I did a lot of research, and there's a guy by the name of Andrew Lindbergh. Uh, he's an independent media guy. There's another man by the name of Jim Cummings of the Acoustical Ecological Institute, and they both stated that since '68, seismic surveying has been taking place on our world's oceans again, all the way from the North Sea to the Bering Straits of Australia to the Gulf of Mexico. What they do. The Department of Navy, again, working with whomever else they work with, these scientists again, have air guns. These air guns have been set up on the bottom of the ocean. So all those oceans I mentioned and more on the seafloor again. The source level of these sound waves are generally about 200 decibels and often about 230 decibels again. So what they do, they have these arrays of, uh, oh, again, about oh, I would say maybe 15 to 20 of these air guns at any particular area, which creates a very low-frequency sound wave, powerful enough to penetrate up to 40 kilometers below the seafloor. These source levels, as they say, can get to 200 decibels if they would. Now, when they do that, not only is this driving sea creatures made, especially those that have high vibration, like dolphins and porpoises again, also creating a seismic ocean Uh, ocean quake, if you would, below surface. Once you do that, the waters carry sound very quickly, but it also comes up to the land area, which begins to then vibrate on some of these underground caves and tunnels, which can cause now not only ocean quakes, but earthquakes. And this is what they hit the coast over there uh, in Haiti. To give that more uh, more, um, influence, why would it take them almost 14 days, which means anybody on an island that is that hot that is being buried could not live usually past three days, although people are being found even now alive and that gets into most magic. But why would you have when you got aircraft carriers and everything else, no more than twenty miles away, could have been there in seconds, aircraft could have been there in, in many seconds, would you now have to take all that time to get those water when they had a warehouse that could feed a million people a day of stored food already there? Then they wouldn't even bring them in water, seeing that if some people got water, the rest of them would go berserk, so they couldn't bring anybody water, give you filtration things. Well, if you don't have water on an island after three or four days, your brain even dehydrates. There's so many things going here that are just absolutely horrible what they're doing. But as I say, the purpose is because they want to get rid of black people. They want to get a source of melanin, and they definitely did like the, like the Haitian people because it was, uh, what is his name, Napoleon lost over 60,000 troops to toussaint Louverture, to Jacques de Céline's. Uh, all of these people there used magic and every other thing. They're afraid that that would come back again, and so this is the way they're making them pay. Unfortunately, the Creator understands that when you lose your soul, you're dead. But if you have a soul, you can't die. It just means you have to leave the body. And those souls kind of were more or like sacrifices to help to raise a planetary vibration. So I simply say most of the earthquake activity is man-made or human or whatever you want to call them. I don't even call them human-made or animal-man-made or mankind-made. The things will continue as this battle goes on for the earth. And until we wake up and we use the biggest source we have using mind control, and sending out thought waves conjoined with people, then we're going to see we're going to fall victim to the same technology, trying to duplicate a person with his proficiency and not with our gift.
3: Okay, so I want to ask you collectively, because we do have a community that's involved. You know what I'm saying? People are committed. They want to put the work in. Collectively, how can we use our mind and our abilities to control the weather? And to, Thinking to, you what you know, want. to these elements.
5: If you remember, um, I'm just using relating items, not so so way out the box, but things that did happen. They had a, a heat, uh, uh, it was a drought there in Texas, so it was about three years ago, and the doubt would not break. On a coast-to-coast show, some of the people there who, has, I guess they have close to 15 to 20 million listeners, uh, listeners a night, they begin to concentrate. Within 48 hours, they begin to get rain there. The point is they had so much rain that they almost got a flood from it. Uh, there's many cases. Out in Princeton, they monitor just oh, before... I, I, you, abs-
3: I used sorry. To listen to Blog Talk, and they absolutely, uh, Art Bell, used to have people collectively do things to to show and prove to his listenership that they wasn't just, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Fully bubble.
5: yeah. At Princeton University, they have what they call thought wave machines. That's not what they call them. I'm breaking it down for the audience and myself. It simply was they collect energies that come from certain sources that are seemingly almost through the mind when certain events either before they happen or while they're happening. And they found out that many people who they call psychics, they begin to experience, they begin to get all kind of thought waves going in there. And just before a big exempt thought projections from certain areas of people grew very high. Then the event happened. It's as though either they caused the event or cease or could begin to tune into the idea that there are machines about to cause an event and trying to counteract it but not understanding how to do it perfectly again uh... thought has always been a main in fact the science of magic is based on thought emanations that can be concentrated and they call that through what they call the lower heavens to bring about changes on the physical heaven or our physical earth mind has always controlled thought and thought has always controlled uh... physical actions the unseen always controls that, and if we could begin to do as the ancestors did when they laid a line in the sand and said, do not cross the land. When they did it in Hawaii under what they call the, um, uh, again, some of, I'm just just getting off the airplane, but they called it the huna, kahuna codes. The kahuna meant, huna meant mind control. It meant thought resonance with the lower heavens. We could do that again, and they're so afraid we ever could do that again that they're doing anything to make us think everything has to be technological, and they have people using technology and low microwaves instead of using high consciousness and organ energy to offset our own enemies, which are now beating us in our own game. Hmm. Wow, indeed. Okay. Well, also talk about the various machines that they use. Harp. United States had harp. They sold that to the British, and we've got some. We've got. That's a mistake. They have something else now, right across the border in Canada and out in Oregon, which they're using. But there's also something called Isacat. Isacat stands for uh, how do that? European Incoherent Scattered Radar Technology. That's what the Europeans with Russia. I'm sorry with. uh, France and England and so are using. HARP was a high frequency active aurora research project. That was the one the United States had with 36 antenna array broadcasting billions of watts of energy into the air to affect the jet stream and all the the air and what we call our envelope of atmosphere. Uh, where does it get? Uh, Russia had the best one. Russia has ELADA, which stands again if you're or using Russia, it best translates as electrification of the atmosphere. But they shape their array like a pyramid, and a pyramid shape is still the best induced for high energy on this planet. Pyramid shape, not rectangles and stuff like that. So they all use these things, and now they've gotten so good at it that I think the Russians and the United States and Western powers have teamed up together, but at one time the Russians were messing with the United States. It started over at Eugene, Oregon, when they used a Tesla principle coil. All these things do is to broadcast billions of watts of electricity into the air over like a curtain, like you would have a curtain over five miles long where all this energy would beam up. Well, that would also interfere with the jet stream that ribbon of air that flows around the earth and has been doing it for centuries, when that jet stream would hit this iron curtain of, of electricity, it would hit it and bounce back. Then it would come back again and bounce back. Pretty soon you had a circular motion. That begins to set up hurricanes. When you had little eddies or offshoots of that, the smaller concentric ones, that would set up tornadoes. If you did it over an ocean, they called it a hurricane. If you did it over a land or a ocean or lake again, they would call it um Uh, like uh, sea spots and all like that. Another thing people have not equated yet. Our planet has water. Our planet does not divide the water into Atlantic and Pacific or into the Mediterranean or into the, the Bering Straits or so on like that. Our planet simply takes its water. Things that happen in the Atlantic, they call hurricanes. Things that happen in the Pacific, they call typhoon. It doesn't matter. When you put all those together, we have over 80 per year, hurricanes and typhoons being set up, which means there's something wrong with the currents of air over and above our water. And when you're in sea spouts and, and, and like this, it means there's something wrong there. It's because they're using these daggone machines to create rotating circles of air, all to help uh, annihilate the planet, definitely annihilate the life forms on it. And it's a war going on. World War III started a long time ago with weather, weather wars. I have a whole four series of tapes, called the Weather Wars 1, 2, 3, and 4. It is still continuing, and now they're taking it to the new level of mind wars. So I'm saying again, it's awful what's happening, but it's wonderful because it does mean, if you're reading the Prophetics and things like this, that we're beginning to wake up, we're going to different dimensions. These fourth-dimensional androgynous, what you want to call creatures, draconics, are now going to have to experience of people awakening to their consciousness and about to go past them to the fifth dimension, and on that they 're scared stiff because they 're worried that what we what they have been doing to us as third dimensional melanic people we might start doing to them, and to do to stop that they 'll do anything possible at art, throwing the haymakers from the, from, the, from, the, from the from the ground floor of the ring, but it 's still not going to stop. It's going to get worse, but after it gets worse, we will be better off for it if we can just hold out or, as I say, if we can begin to tune into the planet and start using mind instead of so much technology.
3: Mm. Okay, so we want to jump right into those particular solutions. Can you tell people practical practices that they can enact in their everyday life or things that need to be changed within their everyday lives where they can pick up their frequency, you know what I'm saying, to pretty much silver surf was coming?
5: Well, many people already know they're being driven to clean up their bodies. I have people using fast now. <laughs> I have people now getting into uh, a lot of meditation. Uh, we're being told to clean up our act. We've got to vibrate faster. Our planet is vibrating faster and we've got to use the tools on a faster uh, consciousness planet than we did on a slower, uh, more infantile type planet. Using the monatomic gold. When you use monatomic gold, and that's why they're beginning to try and stop the manufacture of companies that are really giving you good, let me get the basics. Monatomic gold is used in ionic form or in very monatomic form to create a higher vibrational rate potential wherever it's around. And using the monatomic gold inside your body, it helps to raise your body's energy to 121 megahertz. Very few people can maintain that. But each time you get closer to 121 megahertz, you can, you're annihilating germs and bacteria which can't gyrate over 100. Every time you do that, you're also raising the potential of the cells in your body to reach their highest potential, which means now you're becoming like a super person. This is why they keep talking about X-Men and heroes and even in the in movie Pandora. And if you notice Pandora pandora's box that planet was named pandora because it was about to release everything that we ever wanted good and bad and we're going to have to choose when you begin to do that that means that you can now concentrate better you sleep less because you don't have to have so much time to reaffirm the body because you're not throwing off so many poisons on the low vibration which our bodies are on but all the genetically modified food all the crazy elf projections that are using these crazy cell phones and microwave ovens and All these uh, computers that we use, we have to learn to tame these beasts and not let them take our energy, but give them the energy to do what they want, what we're supposed to do. So when you begin to use this, gold is one way. Instead of getting it for a certificate so you can get a gold bar in a bank somewhere and buy something, you take it internally and you take it in in a form to raise up the cell membranes. The next thing we can begin to use is to get rid of all this genetically modified foolishness that we take, all these drugs from the pharmaceutical companies that we inject into our bodies, into our babies' bodies, and every other daggone thing like stupid nuts falling, again, anybody that tells us to do it, and begin to start using what we would call extra high frequency rather than extra low frequency. There's not nothing wrong with using the computer. There's nothing wrong with using the cell phone. We make money with that. Many home businesses depend on that. But any time you do that and don't shield yourself, now you're using something to make money with that you're going to have to spend at a doctor trying to get well because they're killing you. Extra low frequencies are dangerous. Using a cell phone is stupid unless you put a diode on it. Using a cell phone is wonderful because it helps you to communicate and many other things there. But you have to begin to understand diodes. That's another thing needed now. There are 15 different kinds of diodes. You have diodes that you can use on your cell phone. Diodes that you can use on your computer and a monitor, scanner, printer, um, modems. Diodes that you can use if you have to use a microwave oven and why you want to cook food in that, I'll never know. If if the audience wants, we can get into that too. Diodes for that TV, digitally enhanced TV that they tell you you had to get with the JVR unit, which is absolutely ridiculous too. You don't need that much radiation. But if you insist on it, use a diode on that to raise the frequency. Extra low frequency is terrible. There's a tape I have out called Elves, not elves, are killing you. We talk about elves and trolls and goblins, and we're worried about them, but extra-low frequency, extra-low elves are the ones killing you because it's tearing your body apart. It's putting radiation within your cells, causing cancer and mitigation uh, things, and free radicals. So it's a way of beginning to use these things for good. There's even uh, plaques that you can put your food on, and if it's genetically modified, at least it neutralizes the radiation from that. You can put your food on it when you get it, and it takes out 36 kinds of different poisons. You put your food on it, it takes the radiation out of canned goods and things like this. So if you're making a mistake of buying them, at least neutralize them, and then start using the things that give you energy instead of taking energy away. Last but not least on that one, there is something called a diode mattress, Which is by so people won't get disappointed too. It's only six and a half feet by two and a half feet wide. But if you put your body in the circumference of that, it will stop radiation uh, from getting into your body. It will also begin to detoxify your body from the radioactivity again, and it won't send it to the liver, it won't send it to the lymph system, it won't send it to the fat cells. It will actually begin to pull poisons and radiation out of your body. We've been given the keys to the kingdom. But the keys to the kingdom are, are are being taken away, and they got a skeleton key that lets is going to the wrong doors instead of the right doors. They don't want you to have this information. I've been giving out this information for a long time, thanks to the universal creator. I continue to do that even to those listening to your show now.
3: Absolutely. Um, allow them, you know, give them information as to how to get in contact with you for these very, very necessary um, devices.
5: Okay. Well, the only way right now is through our landline telephone, which is 708-422-6685, 708-422-6685. We purposely closed down our site at the beginning of the year because the monatomic gold manufacturer, the only one that I trust, was being put out of business because the government came down on with all kind of inspections so we're ridiculous so when we had to start changing also we added some new things so we put it down first of all purposely to get it done now we're having trouble bringing it back up again because of these different companies that, are, that we use that are being under attack because they are good so right now you have to order it with cell sorry with the cell phone with a um uh, a credit card through our landline Hopefully, within the next five days, we'll be up and you can order it directly off the internet, which we've been on the internet now for almost 15 years. So that's pretty much how it stands now. And that number would have to be six, six. Six, six, 708 422 okay. 6685.
3: 708 422 6685. Now, somebody in the chat room asked me to ask you if you know anything about.
5: I'm sorry about what? Hello? Oh hello? Yes. Yeah. Hello. What's happening?
3: A sliver mind
5: control. S-l-i-v-e. Silver mind control.
3: Yeah, that's old.
5: That's old technology. That's 40 years old. Uh, Jose Silver used to teach these classes where you can begin to concentrate. It was it, it taught, first of all, using biofeedback. That's passe now. You can beat that with our techniques of meditation in one setting. Uh, that was great then. It's still good, but it begins to understand, again, mind control. I have a, a workshop that I teach called uh, I have two techniques that are pretty good for me. I'm not masters of all, but I'm pretty good with these two. One is called the golden sun. The other is called the sound of silence. Uh, Usually it takes about an hour and a half for each one. Immediately, people can begin to see the results of that one. And of course, the more they use it like any other thing, the better they should get with it again. Uh, Those are the two techniques I use. It does include biofeedback but it's so quickly learned, whereas before it took some time. That you can do almost immediately. Many people are hearing the sounds of silence. They're hearing sounds within their body. They're hearing sounds uh, outside. And people are telling them they got (laughs) tintinitis. Well, if you understand the frequencies from all these radioactive towers that they have, all these microwave towers that they have up there, all these grim towers that they have up there, you begin to tune into that as you get higher in vibration. So they're telling you now there's something wrong with your, your semicircular canals and your tympanic membrane. So they're giving you shots for tinnitus. Understand, anybody who has melanin, anybody who's beginning to use that inner cycle of consciousness is going to start hearing sounds. You have to learn how to control those sounds to make them beneficial to you and not detrimental and have you go take these shots and stuff, which is going to really throw you off base, because now you're going to put poisons directly into your body as your body's trying to throw off the poisons that were there and take you to a higher dimension. Mm. No doubt.
3: Um, Dr. Blair, I was reading an article earlier today, and it was talking about the, um, the sickness that a lot of people are going through when they go to see the movie Avatar as a result of wearing the 3D glasses. Um, I was It said in the article that you could put, I think, Avatar movie and vomiting in Google, and it'll be hundreds of links that come up. And um, it, it 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 ties into what I was being taught about the new technology that they're using with 3D technology, how it's, it's you know, it's a new way to
5: penetrate. So can you build upon that? Yeah, and I agree. Um, if you remember, well, let's not even go, let's just deal with the current. I was going to say when they first started coming up with it and they had people used to get headaches and stuff, But here's a problem with that one again. We already see three-dimensionally, but our Mm -hmm. hypothalamus nerves and our uh, our nerves, we usually can see into about three to four spectrums. There are 12 spectrums, from ultraviolet to infrared. And also you have the – so when you begin to use these technologies, if you would, it excites a certain part of our brain – We're generally now built to see, as I say, of a 12-spectrum sight, but we usually only see about six different vibrational rates. Other than that, we begin to detect things out of the corners of our eyes. They say, well, you think shadow people are here. That's because we're now looking now into the fourth dimension, but we're headed for the fifth dimension. When you begin to understand that, you begin to understand, we don't see clearly because we're seeing only on the third dimension. We were built And if you have an active pineal gland, to see up to 12 dimensions. That's not going to happen soon, but any time you start getting past three dimensions, you now begin to catch things out of the corner of the eye, people seeing shadow people, all these kind of things are going on. So the whole point is that our sets here have been low-frequency calibrated, but our souls can go to any frequency that the Creator has made. That's why you have a soul, and that's why soulless ones try to get you into their technology instead of going into what they call your microbiology. So it's just a simple way now of beginning to speed up the vibrational rate, eating the foods that can let you do this, as I say, taking in the monatomic gold, blocking all those low vibrations with diodes, getting to magnetism so that the spiritual body and the hypothalamus can begin to operate better through its pine and pituitary accomplishments. It's just a matter now of selectivity, what you eat, what you drink, and what you think, because you are what you eat, drink, and think. Anytime you start doing things to go against that grain, you're going against your body's higher consciousness and creating more free radicals which produce cancer. Meaning by this, our cells are trying to mutate too. But the mutation is good. It's upward. But every time you do something in a slow frequency, you're stopping your cells from progressing, setting up a battle within yourself, and free radicals are produced. Cells begin to use their integrity and their governor, and you get cancers and tumors simply because your body doesn't know what to do because you're not giving it proficiency of things to stop, block out all these low vibrations as it's trying to go high. Everything around us, you know, when you look again at some of these um, things that they're creating with DARPA, with... um, Oh, God, I don't even know where to begin. They have so many units now that are all built to hold you back and to hide. Let's just put it like this. If you look into the sky every day, they are spraying you every day with biochemtrails. Those biochemtrails fit directly with the Heart project and with the LADA and with Isaacat because what they do, they spray titanium, barium, Aluminum and all kinds of biological germs and everything else in the sky every day. Since we have to breathe, we have to breathe that in. And as we breathe that in, that's lowering our vibration. It's causing us instead of becoming super people to become dumbed down, comatose, brainwashed, inoculated, vaccinated people and keeping us from reaching our high degree of consciousness. This is why every day they spray. This is why every day you've got to start anew to get rid of all those things they're spraying and stop your body from deteriorating. It becomes a battle just to stay alive because as long as you breathe, you're going to breathe in the air they make. Not only is it affecting us, but it's trying to hold back the planet. One of the reasons why they predicted global warming is because they knew when they put up this air layer, and they've been at that for 19 and a half years now, it's not new, that that would cause a global uh, ceiling. So everything that was emitted would hit that ceiling, bounce back, and they felt that it should warm up. What they didn't count on was that our planet wants magnetism. So our planet has created, well, here (laughs) now, I didn't want to go here, but we have a different kind of sun out there now. In fact, we have two suns, and they are trying to burn up all these things that they're spraying every day. So not only is there a battle on now to stop that as the planet fights them, and if you go to Gabon, West Africa, there's a five-mile area there that's constantly throwing up magnetism, constantly interfering with satellite control. That's why you're going to see brownouts and blackouts and a lot going on. The planet is battling. It's just that we've got to come into consciousness with the planet help the planet through our minds and consciousness to bring in what it wants and not what these draconic androgynous devils are doing trying to stop things from progressing.
3: Right. I want you to also build on the whole aspect of the sun and the aspects of it being holographic because a lot of people don't do, you know, the, the simple thinking that's required to say, okay, when you see pictures of them going out of space, quote, unquote, out of space, why is it, the 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 void of darkness and is beyond freezing. If this 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 sun is a hundred times the size of the earth, supposed to be emitting all of you know what I'm saying, this light on, onto this planet and through this particular solar system. Why can't you see it from space?
5: Okay, are you making a statement or your question is what now?
3: I'm 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 making a statement based on what our common minds should be telling us, but I'm asking you to build upon that particular statement, you know what I'm saying, to try to make sense out of that nonsense.
5: All right. Well, (laughs) then you got to go on a joyride with me on a high-dimension, low-dimension aerial display. First of all, I don't believe the sun is hot. Secondly, I don't believe the sun is bright. And thirdly, I don't believe that most of our meteorologists, astrophysicists, have ever told us the truth because they're under mind control and they don't want people to wake up. Let's take on their own volition, the things that they're stating, and see if it makes sense. And I agree with you on this one. First of all, they said the sun is hot, the sun is bright, and so on and so forth. Okay, if that's the case, why is it supposedly when the Russian cosmonauts went up there, when the American astronauts went out in space, they couldn't find the sun? They found the one in Alpha Centauri, Epsilon Bute, many of these other places, much more brighter than our own sun. In fact, easier to see them than our own sun. If it's so bright, why is it when they got out there where it was, they couldn't find it? Why do they talk about the darkness of outer space if there's so much light? Why is it, if it's so hot and bright, is it that when the sun is close to us, we have winter? When the sun is far away from us, we have summer. Now, they talk about it in terms of the axis of inclination. It's a bunch of bull. What they're saying again to you is that when you get out there where it is, things change. The things change is because we're under a low-frequency of minerals and and, and elements here that counteract that energy and cause friction. That's what causes our real heat, but that gets real technical. I'm not going to try to do that by the air. But also, too, if it is so hot, why is it that comets, uh, meteors, all go through its shell, the corona of the sun, and they're not burned up? Why is it that case, then, if if it's so hot and so bright again? We've been led... Or I could really go. The point is again if you begin to understand the truth about that, then you understand the truth about free energy, which Wilhelm Wright, Nikolai Tesla, many War Keeley all have talked about. Because it means that we are in an energy field already created. And if the magnification of that energy field when you hit it from a certain angle, makes us think things are bigger than they are. Because we're like little children in an envelope of protection. When you get past that, you find out that it's just, just a matter of the frequency of our planet. As we get higher in frequency, we're going to find other suns. We're going to find other planets, just like they found there's a ring around Saturn. Now, because as our planet goes up in vibration, we can begin to see things on different frequencies. I know this is really <laughs> going way out, but you have to begin to no, get no, a no, lot no, of no, no. from about of kindergarten way out. feeding us.
3: You're not. You're not. You're not going way out. Everybody is following you, you know, the chat room is following you, you know what I'm saying? This is not elevated, too elevated for us, so please continue to explain it, because you're making things plain, and you're lifting a lot of veils, and you're making people think, you know what I'm saying? And that's what this is about, utilizing that muscle in our head, so please continue.
5: Well, I try to do that, and I'm glad again that I'm, you know, most of the time when I started off... Your audience, your but, audience
3: is here it's yeah. Well about
5: years ago, you know, is I say, I often say this and it makes people angry, but I tell the truth. I don't like a lot of lies. I'm tired of being lied to and I don't take lies from people. But I started off where black people wouldn't touch me, white people supported me for, for the two, two, first two years because they were amazed at the, the, the things I was saying as a black man and as a person. Black people said, oh, my God, and they'd gone, and Jesus should get me. everybody else should get me. Now, hopefully, the people with melanin, who are the rightful owners of this planet, if you can ever own a planet, and are supposed to come into this kind of information before, we lost it. We had Last time we had it was in the 18th Dynasty again, when you had aliens, I'm sorry, when you had extraterrestrials rooting along with people here. So I'm just simply saying, right. you've got to throw away the old physics. The old physics was to hold you back. You've got to get into metaphysics. And if you notice now, the physics now is quantum physics. And that's the only right. branch of physics that I respect that they are teaching you. And what is quantum? Metaphysics. Instead of calling it metaphysics, they say quantum physics, where you get into right. life forms and vibrational rates and you begin to get into the quantum spectrum. This is what we should have heard a long time ago, and this is what, as a soul begins to be the kind of things that can help you to exercise control over the planet you're on, with the planet you're on, and to the planet that you're on. They've been misusing your planet and you and using you to misuse your planet. you got to stop that.
3: Yes, indeed. Red hey. Yes, sir. Well, not really sure where to uh, go. to Can we build on the Sister Henrietta Lacks? Because we're doing a lot of research on her now, and it's profound. And I want to know if you know, if you could add on to that that miraculous story about Henrietta Lacks and the uh, immortal genes that they have from her. Hold on. Yeah, and, and two, two-prong effect, right? To dismiss everything, because we're talking about expanding our consciousness and pretty much going beyond the veils of what, you know, the typical mind can conceive. And what I'm trying to say is if you're saying what you're saying, and knowing what you're knowing, then no one understands that that reawakening is happening. So just by you putting the word out, the people are here. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the chat room is going crazy. It's, 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 the, the lines are jam-packed. People are here. They're waiting for this information.
5: Let's talk about
3: Henrietta Lacks, and let's talk about Simeon Tocco. Well, now you hear me. The defy quote quote-unquote, logic. But our brothers and sisters, so when we understand that this is within us, you know what I mean, then the people can continue, you feel me, to, to, to mentally go where they need to go.
5: Well, brothers, blue and red, let me say, first of all, I have to be uh, uh, educated on Henrietta Lacks, so forgive me for my ignorance. On Simeon Toko, I've done a lot of research on, and I'm working with the, well, maybe I, well, I'm working with the brother now to maybe come up with a movie with some of these people have it, about Simeon Toko. One, and unless black people make it, it'll never be made. Because it's too Mm -hmm. powerful. And this is what, so I can speak about him, if you like, on Hidden Air Lacks, you're going to have to teach me. Oh, okay. Alright, with Simeon Toko, he was uh, an Angolan. He was from Angola. And the Europeans know this now; It's just beginning to filter once more back into this country. Here was a man who was a Jesus reborn, if I'm using Jesus only as a uh, as a noun, meaning by this, here was a person that did what the return of Jesus people are waiting to do. He was born over in Angola. He seemed to come into his own consciousness about eighteen and nineteen years old, Some say about thirty, I think it's eighteen and nineteen. What he did was to raise the Tokoluski which is supposed to be an astral army of little people, which he brought out of the ground. What he really did was to amplify the fourth dimension at a time when the third dimension was the only one thinking about here. He actually began to uh, do certain things. They began to attack him with mercenaries. I think it was first the ones from Belgium, and I don't know whether they used black water or something later on, but these were hired killers because he began to get the attention of the people, he defeated a whole regiment of the British over there and they tried to keep that hush up. So they said we gotta kill this guy. So the first thing they did, and I know it's, it's as well as you want to, supposedly they got him and supposedly they they, they didn't kill him. They supposedly cut out his heart. Now I'm giving you the reports that came out of Europe, not the ones that I'm coming yeah. up. Supposedly they cut out his heart in one room, this guy and they go over there and are glorifying over this, this guy walks to the door and says, Why did you cut out my heart? Okay? The next thing that they did, supposedly, was to put him in a, um, how did they do this? They they took him, they caught him someplace else, and supposedly in a jungle area or something like this, and supposedly they cut him up into little pieces. Okay? They left that area there, and they brought back the proof of this because they didn't want to take it to the main cities, uh, to come back to show him this body that they had dismembered. They came back. They couldn't find the dismembered body. From behind them in another part, here comes this dismembered body over to them, asking you, why did you do this to me? Well, supposedly two guys went crazy after of that. They were Belgians again like this. and then. But the, cru- the sine qua non, the touche, or whatever you want to call it, is when they then supposedly took him. Now, why they didn't give up, I guess it's because they do stick with their death. knell. No, when we give up, they don't give up. They put him supposedly in an airplane. Now, remember, this came out of Europe. Put him in an airplane, took him up, got up a certain height and said, now we're going to push you out of this airplane and we're going to finally kill you because you're going to either drown in the oceans or something like this. Supposedly the plane began to go downward at a fast rate. just like a helicopter, and it was a prop driven forward thrust rocket or, or, you know, using jet engines. It fell so fast, he started screaming and going on, and he gave an ultimatum: You take me back to where I want to go. Or not only will I go, you're all gonna go. They start screaming and going back. Supposedly came back and landed him. Three people are still in the same asylum after that. These Belgium guys begin to kiss the hem of his uh, garment and all like this, saying crazy. All that story got hushed up. And supposedly it's about now, about 18, about 15 years ago, he just disappeared. They say he died. Well, obviously he couldn't die. He just simply disappeared off the scene. Now I think he was either Telosian, which is supposedly one of the inner world cities or somebody here to let people understand the power that can be winded forth. But this is the same thing you read in the Bible, same thing you read in the Popovul, same thing that you read Mm. in all these things. This thing actually happened, and it was in the European press. I never released it over here, and I'm working with the guy now to see if we can't get a screenplay or something where this could be produced. I'll bet you it wouldn't be a bestseller, but I'll bet you it would sell so many copies and people would look at it. If they're bringing out all these other things, like Legion and Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind, Mm. And, and the men who stare at goats and all this stuff, this would be a heck of a film to bring out, supposedly based on fact, so way out, again, that people wouldn't want to believe it. Yeah,
3: but, you know, the wow. truth can't be you not. Know what I'm saying? The truth is the truth. Now, let me share something briefly with you about Henrietta Lacks, and I'm sure, with your scientific mind, you will pretty much really be able to appreciate this. Thank you. In terms of the information, right?
5: Yes. Henrietta
3: Lacks was a 31 year old carbonated/slash melanated sister who made transition at the age of 31 due to um, cancer. Unknowingly, you know, to her her family, the scientists took her cells and they started going in on her cells because they saw that her cells don't die. So from her cell, they you know started doing their tests and what have you, you know what I'm saying, their Frankenstein stuff. Now, they came up with the whole industry, the whole science of virology in 1952 by infecting her cells with everything from mumps to measles to herpes, you know what I'm saying, and this is how the modern-day field for virology was created. And from virology, you get vaccines, you get antiviral therapies, and you also get bioweapons, okay, In 52, also, you know what I'm saying, they, um, they discovered it, uh, they called her gene line, Hella, and they said, Hella is susceptible to polio, paving the way for its use in the largest vaccine field trial to date. Also, in 52, she set the standard for the scientific standards, okay, so she developed the process for growing bulk, growing cells into bulk, okay, and, um, From there, they dealt with live cell transport. So they were setting forth the creation of an entire field and industry of which they're creating cells in bulk, selling it to all other scientists throughout the world. Okay? Now, genetic medicine came from cell Research, you know what I'm saying, which which spawned other things like uh, discovery of genetic links to diseases like Down syndrome. Nineteen fifty four they used her cell genes to create clones. Thanks to uh her cell gene, her cell gene which is Hella, the scientists are able to devise a method for isolating a single cell and keeping it alive long enough for it to replace and recreate itself a uh, recreate a perfect copy of itself. So out of that came animal cloning, and gene therapy and vitro fertilization and stem cell isolation. In nineteen sixty, well before let's get to nineteen fifty four. They turned, like I said, they created the industry. They turned the industry to for-profit distribution of cells. So the microbiological associates began mass-producing Hella in the form of Fritos factory, okay? So they turned the biological material into commodities. Now, if people don't think that's not what's going on in Haiti, they need to do a, li- a little bit more research. In 1960, the Hella cell line was the first thing to touch out of space before they sent any astronauts. Packed in a Soviet satellite, they sent Hella to space before any astronauts. NASA later includes Hella in the first manned U.S. mission, discovering that the cancer cells grow faster in space. Okay, 1965, genetic hybrids. By fusing Hella and mouse cells, scientists create the first cross-species hybrid that helps in mapping human genes. Also, they develop blood type identification from this, and they develop development of cancer drugs. 73, salmonella. 1984, HPV. 1986, HIV. Scientists figure out how to infect Hello with HIV, shedding light on the virus's infection mechanism by identifying a key receptor. All right? So basically what they're saying is via this particular cell, they use that as the enacting principle And these quote-unquote diseases that they say is incurable, because it got the hella in it, and hella could be found in all of our genes, you know. And lastly, 2005, nanotech researchers subject the hella cells to various forms of nanotech, from injecting them with iron nanowires, testing how they absorb silica-coated nanoparticles. There are over 60,000 scientific papers. Written on this particular cell line more than any other cell line in existence?
5: Well, my ignorance reigns supreme because I heard of hella cells but didn't identify it with Henrietta Latt. And I am a big ignorance, and I hope I will not be ignorant much longer with that one because I've also been doing a lot of research on genetic modification. Uh, on the stem cell research, and they keep trying to put it with infants when we can do it ourselves here. And that was one of the things that uh, that some of the cells responded to monatomic gold. That's how I got into it again. But I didn't know that Helen Lack was the syn- uh, was a synonym again. I'm sorry, the acronym for Hela. So I <laughs> thank you. I I knew part of that, but not the source. And I'm, by my ignorance, I hope it not will not stay that way any longer. But yeah, they've taken <laughs> that one step further too. They've now fused these Hela cells. With what they call these atomic warriors, these you new know, genetic modified super soldiers, and things like this, they're even making super bugs. And I'm not talking about the ones through nanotechnology, but they're taking the strain of bugs, mixing it with nanoparticles, and giving you a whole kind of creature that would be just absolutely—I don't even know what to call it. But yeah, I'd heard about the healer cells, but didn't know the source. So you helped me a great deal.
3: Absolutely. You know, each one teach one. Thank you. So, uh, no problem. Um is there, like, you know, based on your interaction and your research in that particular field, is there anything else that, that popped up with the hella cells that you might find of interest?
5: I find it all of interest. You covered most of it <laughs> because you ran that off. When you got into the last part again, uh, you know, where you can begin to use these stem cells uh, with that one, at least that's what I call it with the stem cells, because we all manufacture from our own, uh, you know, our own bone marrow. But, yeah, when you do that, you can do just about anything you want. I do know that part of what they called that Montauk project, which happened up in Montauk Long Island with the Montauk chair, that they broadcast a lot of um, what do you call melanated cells out into space. They actually took now this is a report that I have, that they actually took uh, black people, homeless and so, used the melanin as trace markers, broadcast it out into space because you could you cannot destroy melanin and then could see how far this Montauk chair could go into getting to teleportation and broadcasting. That also, I guess, you know, as I state, that was a horrible thing to do, but it also did a good thing to do. By doing that, they also began to contact other dark matter, which seemingly was drawn to these black particles, or what they call melanated cell particles, from the pineal gland. So when you had one thing that was done to corrupt and kill an evil, you had something now that opened up more dimensions, that now let dark matter and black holes began to be rediscovered. So as I say again, you start out one thing when you try to become a god, And as you become a man-made God, you then have to find out that there is a creator. And once you begin to do this kind of thing, you get a lot of bad results, because once you begin to take the good things and make it into bad by low-dimensional consciousness, these things usually backfire. So, yes, they're killing people, but they're also drawing their own consciousness uh, away from it, because these same people that they broadcasted their melanin out into space now have a direct tie to the other planes which this planet is going into, which means they're going to have to confront them again, because now on the planes of death, which used to be the 5th, 6th, and 7th dimension, now they're finding out our planet is going to the very dimension where they broadcasted them, and they're also afraid of the, the dues that they're going to have to pay when they come right to where they broadcasted these people in the first place. Hmm. Okay.
3: um, Dr. Blair, can you briefly, I've been doing some research on ancient Kemet, and I, I heard you mention it earlier about the 18th dynasty with uh, Akhenaten and Tutankhamen and whatnot. Can you briefly touch on Akhenaten and his significance to history and also uh, where it is some scholars are coming forth saying that that might be your Moses in the Bible?
5: Well, I don't know about the Moses in the Bible, because when you do with the Bible, you're really getting into some very deep mess. <laughs> you're getting into a transcription of parables and everything else, again, was taken through Constantine and the Bishop Eusebius back in 325 to bring about that whole consciousness. But I won't touch that. I will go to your first part, which would be the 18th dynasty prelates. Uh, as okay. far as I understand, Nathan, um was the last time, when a person raised his consciousness or her consciousness to a dimension that he could become or she could become a god, uh, almost literally and figuratively. Tutankhamen, who they stated, well, now this is going to get real controversial. Uh, god, how do I deal with this and that? Tutankhamen, or Tutankhamen, again, was a very interesting son, supposedly of Nefertiti and Akhikmaten. Uh Research says that that's not true, and I don't want to get into how uh, I think it happened again, but we'll just say that either way, his father was to have been ankh even if the mother may not have been Nefertiti. Ankh-Natan, mm-hmm. um, as he traveled to Taxila and met the Freotes of Actila, which is the first pharaoh, pharaoh, which was again a teaching of the consciousness of the Buddha and a consciousness of a higher being, he brought that back to the belief in the one God, Aton, and he taught people to a, an atonement or to raising to the one God that the priestcraft not, did not have to be followed. The priestcraft, priest of course, held this against him because the priestcraft uh, at that particular time in Egypt, which is real called Kemet, it wasn't his name, it was not Egypt, it was Kemet, um, used to have the people in the palm of their hands. They had all the women they want, all the wealth they want, all the food they want, all the adoration they wanted. Akhenaten came and said that there should be but one, and at one minute was what the people should go, that they did not have to go through a priestcraft or a church. They could go directly to the creators within if they had souls, teaching, again, that nothing nothing new under the sun, that all souls were from the, from the universal Creator through the through the sun, if you would. This is why they believe in the sun God and Ra and this kind of thing. Once they did that, he made enemies of the priest of Ra. And, of course, with all of the priestcraft there, who now found their power being vested from them and sought to kill him. It's been said that they conspired with Nefertiti to poison him. Whether that's true or not is also, that we could talk about this within the next five or six years. But at any rate, he did die, and he died of poisoning. But his son supposedly lived on. When his son was 18, they killed him also. Here's a point of this one. The, what, his son had psychic power. His son was as a god. He was beginning to move objects. He was beginning to influence the people. His corona, his his wisdom, his his nubis and and aurora, uh, the people could see shining from him, if you would. And they began to venerate him to a high degree, again challenging the priest cap. So they also came and killed him. One of the curses that came near again is because they now call his name uh, Tutankhamun. Well, if the priest of Amun were the poisoners of both his father and himself – why would his father, while still alive, name his son after after the priest of Amun, who is at war with? His name should have been Tuduk aten And by saying Tutankhamun, aten you're actually putting a curse in effect because you're calling out of his name. If his father was ankh why wouldn't he call his son tutak And so then, I've said that for many times, that needs to be researched too. And that whole dynasty was the last time that extraterrestrials ruled with terrestrials, to control interterrestrials, and I'm simply saying this: that Tuna Common, again, when he went into the priest, uh, when he went into Taxila, found that there were underground cities, that there was a race of high placed persons who had stayed around when many generations and kingdoms had fallen, that welcomed the, the ability to work with people here as an extraterrestrial, not an alien. And this is why we have to be very careful. When you're saying the word alien, you mean anything that's intelligent in the cosmos. And the cosmos has literally trillions of planets. When you're saying terrestrial, you're talking about the old name for Earth, Terrestis and terrestra. You're now saying that an extraterrestrial is a higher dimension functioning person on Earth or in Earth. And this is where the last time when the in-Earth people and the extraterrestrials ruled with terrestrials to raise consciousness. This is what the priest calf didn't like. This is what these uh, these draconic people wanted to destroy and why they've misused that whole concept. They used a pyramid structure which is one of the best things you can use to get into higher dimensions and again the pyramid is a, is a false name again too because it was named by the Greek from Pyromus and pyre to look upward. In fact when the Greeks saw this these structures both the uh abacus not the abacus the um all these cylindrical ones no, the, the, the small pyramids it'll come to me in a minute again. But when they saw these things, it reminded them of something that they would roast things on. And so they mounted as a great big pier, if they would. And so they called it Parumu, so that that goes straight up. Before that time, those things were called mers, And we get the word Mr. and Mrs. from the plural and singular of those mers, And this is what the pyramids were actually called. They were called mers. To give some credence to that, when you look at the very city, which one of the biggest pyramids on Earth, not the biggest one, by the way, it's not the biggest, but one of the biggest pyramids is found, it is called Egypt. And it is called the city there called Cairo, which it is near. Well, Cairo is Greek. They use CHs and Cs. They did not use that. They used uh, Ks before that time. Cairo was called Kahir, and Kahir means Mars, which means, again, that that area was a Martian settlement. The linkage that they had found was that there were people who had come from Sirius, A, B, and C. There were people that had come from Mars, people that had come from another planet that they now become a system called Canis Major, and they had ruled here through the people that we now miscall. um, What do they call these people now? Um, Boy, my brain is (laughs) functioning slow tonight. Um, God, oh, man, why can I forget? At any rate, these people that you see, these heads all over the place, um, o- o- What do you call them? Olmecs. Olmecs. That's, That's in. And the name wasn't Olmec. Olmec means rubber. Reno,
3: Reno. People
5: or people who... I- Xi. Yeah. yeah. Well, these Olmecs were, again, were called... Uh, there's another name from Huacanans, and there's another name for it, too. Olmecs meant rubber people, and they tried to say that these were the people that uh, raised rubber and worked with rubber. But that was not their name. The actual people there actually were Martian and Syrian, and they had come here to save the earth when moon was driven into place. Now, this gets as out well as you want to get. We could just keep going on and on. But the reason why they don't give names to those people is because they were worshipped all over the earth as the last people to try to free them from the, uh, from the um, rulership of the Drakons. If you notice again, when you go into Angervat, to Thorva, to Cambodia, to Laos, to, to China, any place you go, you see these great big negroid-looking heads. They're all over the place. So much that they try to into the ocean. That means that they were all over the people all over the earth worship these people, and they use, they work with gigantic things because they had a power of levitation and a power of working with instrumentation that we that has now been lost. That is again the time when concentrated thought was used. So that could go on forever too. Uh.
3: I wanna um I wanna open up the lines because a lot All right. of people have their hands up. And I know we have some dynamic questions out there for the good doctor. Caller, number starting with six one four eight eight seven. You are now rocking with The Ledge Radio peace. 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 uh, what's going on, blue pill,
4: red pill? Uh Doctor Blair. Um the Lesh family. This is uh, brother Nefertamu. Um Hope Doc, uh Hope Dr. Blair. I have uh, humbly met your acquaintance on a few uh short instances. Um I uh, wanted to uh, first off um thank you for giving us this opportunity to one ta- to once more be able to uh share within your plethora of wisdom um, we definitely, uh, really, really are, uh, thankful because you are a very humble man, um, and, you know, you, you really don't understand how there are a whole generation of us that are, like, listening to you because we know we're living those lives that you've been teaching about for all these years, you know, I'm for one and one of them, um, First off, first question is, uh, I've been getting a lot of information from going up to Serpent Mound, um, about these changes, um, and a lot of the things that are happening are like confirmations, and, uh, from doing the research, I come to find out that it is aligned with the Draco Star Constellation, and, um, so I'm beginning to wonder, um, you know what is the connotation or what is the the um because the well let, let me let me put it this way i know that 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 was they they don't know for sure the scientists don't know for sure if it was a meteor impact crater or if it was a volcanic explosion i'm one the more so believe that it was a form of a volcanic explosion much like they say that yellowstone is going to have simply because of the way that it looks um the ancestors there showed me that it was a gathering spot where like when it happened that everybody from all around gathered there and this is something that they basically did for a number of years um until the planet's crust shifted again and um then we went into like this time period here, where like you said, it's like a magnetic freeze. But what I was noticing was there was a there was a shift of consciousness where there was a group that split off, and they went into you to those higher dimensions. And then there was a group, there was several groups actually that didn't make it. And so I'm um, I guess what I'm asking is is that what we're going through again here, and does that have some the serpent mound have something to do with the marking of that because um, okay, I let, find let me ask that that... This,
5: let me ask you this, brother. Where are the serpent mounds you're talking about?
4: The one that I'm talking about in particular is in Ohio, in Adams County. Okay. Because there's a, a mine, there's a crystal mine, and then now there's a crop circle that's about 200 yards from the mound. And this crop circle pretty much looks like what the sun is going to do and um as far as letting off i was emitting off these magnetic waves
5: okay the mound builders as i understand or the serpent mounds is not just there it goes all the way out to the atlantic ocean uh it came through again uh the the carolinas it came into the uh into um ohio valley it came into Pennsylvania. In fact, the, the ancients used to say that you had to get from there to Lake Michigan <laughs> uh, in three moons because the Ginguins were there. The underground flying ones, again, were there. The serpent mounds are actually pyramids that are covered over, and there's a long line of these smaller pyramids going through four states all the way out to the ocean. Some say even under the ocean. I can't verify that. And these serpent mounds ended down in Cahokia State Park, which they now call down in southern Illinois, right across from the big uh, time portal that they call the Golden Arches over in St. Louis. Um, In that area, Cahokia State Park, between Edwardsville and Collinsville, is a park there which has the largest pyramid at its base on the planet so far discovered, not the one at Giza, right down in southern Illinois. That base there is where also the head of the serpent also stops, because right in that same area is the end of the so-called serpent mounds that not just, as say, goes through four states. What's interesting there, there was somebody buried there. And unlike py- py- pyramid burials, because the pyramids were not used for burials, the pyramids were right. uh, were used as as, as as instruments and laboratories and devices. There, somebody was buried was so prominent that they had 13 concentric circles of spear tips buried uh, based by where, I guess, the sarcophagus of what was in this pyramid. The spirit trips and analyze came from all the minerals all around the earth. So somebody had brought different minerals, laid them in the form of of, of a spirit tip in concentric circles, because whoever was buried there, or whoever was present there, or whatever it was, was so influenced that people from around the earth came to that area. So in fact, that area, that state park right now, they closed it off for a year and a half. The government whoever that is, went down there and started curling up these relics. Some of the relics we had photographs of, and they looked like had a lot of Negroid-looking things there. They, took, they closed off the park. Now they reopened it. They tried to make it like it looked before they began to, uh, you know, as it first was stumbled upon. But they took away all these evidences of other things. Most UFO sightings are found in southern Illinois. The state police are always chasing something that seems to come out of that park, and there's a series of caves over in the northeast corner there which people say they don't want to go to at night because strange lights come out of there, sounds come out of there, things that seem to fly in and out of there. So I think that there's still a very active underground area uh, for whoever it is in the underground, and when we start getting into that, of course, there's another whole uh, thing to talk about.
3: Now, I, I want to touch on something because you... Um... You spoke on something that reminded me of a story that was told to me when I went to the um, Indian Creek Mound out in Georgia. A brother brought me to the Indian Creek Radio, uh, not radio station, the the, the MARTA Railroad Station in Georgia, and showed me that they have all of these carvings of what is called the quote-unquote bird man, right? Now, it's seven points in these particular carvings. They're part of the artwork that's done on the station. But the um you know, the whole thing is built on a mound. Now he was telling me that the bird man is the figure that you said was buried at the base of the circle mound, this brother has a fez on his head and he is he's shown noted in a kneeling posture that can be found in a lot a lot of um you know, different ancient archaic carvings of our people throughout the world. So there's definitely a connection not only to the serpent civilization and the quote-unquote chi or the Olmec civilization spread dispersely throughout the continents, but also its connection to the Moors. And I heard you briefly touch on that on the Order of Mahat. Would you like to go a little bit further on this particular show and speak of, you know, the Both both is two lineages that you explained, the Moors, R-M-U-U-R-S, and the Moors, you know what I'm saying, both of those bloodlines, and the conjoining factor of vocal, of which that are meeting right here on this phone right now.
5: Well, let me say this. I am A-Bay, and in fact, by hyphenating my name, uh, Dr. I uh, will forget Dr. Uh, D. Bert <laughs> Bay, if you would. Um, I, You know, it's, 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 I don't like to go there because we're already so fast in that. We have an enemy on this planet. There's not white people, by the way, too. It is a draconic kind of people who made many races of people here and are using us to fight each other instead of fighting them. I really, <laughs> oh, wow. I have a tape, oh, wow. Okay, I will go there. I, I've just been told I to that sixth brain. I will go here. There is a branch, as you well put, brother, and I thank you for giving me respect. Do me at the beginning, but it doesn't have to be because you did it because you chose to, and I appreciate that. Uh, I've gone through a lot of problems and a lot of suffering because of what I've said for so long. I have been consistent. I'm old enough to know better, young enough to still tell the truth. And a lot of people don't want to hear the truth. Uh, you know, with that movie with a few good men, you can't handle the truth. Many people can't handle the truth, but I give the truth as I understand it. But there's no truth to you decide what truth is. I'm going to give you facts. In about seven, uh, eleven, and again in 1175, the Moors came out of Morocco, Mauritania. They came into Europe, which was not called Europe at the time. Well, that at the time, they came into Etrusca which is the old name for Italy. They came into Greece, which was Ionia, where the Ionians and Etruscans looked black. And they found that that area there had been migrated by a nomadic type of people, and they were very warlike and so on like this. Well, they kidnapped a woman called Europa, the Princess Europa. They made a hyphenated Greek anthology about it, about Paris and what do they call it, Uh, Helen of Troy in Paris by saying that this is the face that launched a thousand ships as a white woman taking over. That was not the way it started. It's when they kidnapped the Princess Europa that the Moors came out, not only in her defense, but to colonize that area because they said that these people could no longer be ignored because they were too warlike. And when they came over there, they brought them a height, they brought them algebra, they brought them geometry, they brought them all of the sacred sciences because they practiced them and those people there were too dumb and too ignorant to, to, to understand that. So once they got there, to show that there's still some restitution of truth within that, if you look at the ancient coats of arms there throughout uh, Slavic and, well, throughout Brittany, throughout Western Europe, Eastern Europe, all of those areas, if you look at their coats of arms, and this is how they date the heyday of when they really were something, they all have black people as their their gods there, or their parental figures, and especially when black men were there. That hurts to talk about. Not to me, it makes me proud, but for people to see that, and it meant that was the first entrance of a Moor into their society. And in fact, if you understand the names of people, they even tell you that. Uh, you know, if you're German, they you say, well, Germans are all Caucasian, and that's not true at all. Uh, if you look at the name, or you look at the name uh, Schwarza, which means black, or First Job, which means black, Ohio Moor, which means black. Uh, if you look in English, in black, uh, they call it Sir Thomas the Moor, Blackamoor. Uh, things like this, isn't actually names that they gave to the Moors, showing that there was an identification of a black male in their family and that their patriarchal figures were black. Uh, I could go on down there a long line, but I have that on a tape, which I people hope people would buy for Black History Month, and it has all these things already ecological put out. If you go past that now, now you're going to look at, as you well put out, the Moors, M-U-U-R, from Lemuria. Which is a continent in the Pacific Ocean, and this is why you have so many uh, Saipan and Iwo Jima and and uh, and, and Easter Island and and, uh, and and well anyway all these areas there is because there was a big landmass there, and the people were called Moors, the Moorians. Those to me are the ancient Olmecs. Those to me are the people who fought. Oh, now we're going to open some more worms. They fought the people that came from the moon when the moon was driven into place and saved the earth. And that's why they're still worship. Even though the land masses went down with the battle they fought and it pockmarked the moon and knocked out the motor that makes the moon go. And I could just go on and on and on. It gets worse and worse because we have never been told the true history of our planet.
3: No doubt. I'm saying here's our chance. You know what I'm saying? Let's tell it like it is.
5: Well, just a attempt you
3: know, I've been to Lexus where you built on Marduk and Tiamat.
5: Yeah, I didn't want to go and all that. You know, let the people get I some of my tapes understand. And stuff. <laughs> Those are all subjects within themselves. You know, Maldek and Malona and all this stuff. They like I say, when you start putting together the history of this planet called Terrestra, Sean, Cheryl, Sanchez, so many names she's had as a female incarnation, then you to make sense out of it, you really have to come out to some workshops, get some tapes. We could hodgepodge all over the place. I simply make the statement, we've been miseducated, mis-applic- misappointed, Uh, just missed everything. We've been, uh, you know, and most people, because of the ignorance of what was miseducatedly taught to them, it's not their fault, we have now got to rediscover these things. And just as you have, and I hope it's through some of the teaching I've been doing for years, and also because the Creator works through all of us to finally wake up. we got to wake up. We don't have much time to go through this foolishness. And if we don't wake up and come into higher consciousness, they're going to kill us all because we're going to continue to eat their food, take their shots, listen to what they're saying, and all they're doing is misusing our physical bodies so they can take our souls if possible. We're going to give them the right to our souls, and that is a horrible experience.
3: Okay. I'm going to take another caller. Caller with area code starting 404862. You are now rocking with the best. Peace. Peace. Caller with 404862. Peace. You are on air. I guess not. Mm -hmm. Hello? Hello? Go to the next caller. All right, I got still got the hand raising. Nine one nine six four nine. Yo, peace. 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 Yo, it's an honor to be on the line with Deborah Blair and you two gentlemen as well. But I just had a I had a two part question if that was all right. Go, yeah. Uh, Dr. Dilbert Blair, could you um elaborate on the androgynous beings or whatever you said about the androgynous people? Because I'm noticing that a lot, like
5: what's in popular culture.
3: If you could, could you elaborate on uh the ending of time, as it were?
5: Well, time is a sequence of consciousness, time is only a matter of where you focus your reality. I'm going to say something, and, of course, it's it's one that I believe and I hope since I'm going to take the brother at his word that his audience there is very astute and a different kind of audience than some. Matter is merely uh, energy uh, condensed to a very low or slow vibration. We're all one consciousness. We're experiencing ourselves multidimensionally on our own thought wave. There is no such thing as death for a soul. And life is just a dream, and we are the subjective imagination of ourselves. So I always say, in ending and now and again, if you are allowing your dream to become a nightmare, wake up. Understand who you really are, and that you are a soul with the Creator, cannot die, and stop trying to get past the creative consciousness and get into what you really are a soul awakening, and therefore all these other things that are not even real on a third dimension can go away. That movie Matrix, which uh, Sophia Stewart uh, uh, tried to bring, and they missed it into just a martial arts movie, showed everything in that movie was in the mind. And they had a jabby in the back of the head to make it emphatic, <laughs> so we got the idea. And we still forget that. All the tricks, all the somersaults was in the mind. If you remember when the sister was on that highway, she, she, she got on the motorcycle. She says, plug in on how to drive a motorcycle. And they did it. Well, in our objective mind, what they call our right brain, is a cosmic virtue of everything in existence. We can't get through to that brain because they put when they made these bodies that we jumped into, these androgynous serpent people, they put the reptile brain right at the top. And right at the top of our spine through the 32nd vertebra before we can raise consciousness by raising and throwing away the mount, as Jesus did to get to a higher Christendom, we now have to go through the reptile brain, which does four things well. Fight, feed, flee, and fornicate, the four Fs. Fight, feed, flee, and fornicate to keep it clean. That means that this is all we do, and this is what they teach soldiers to do. That's what they teach everybody to do, is go out and have a good time with your sex organ, throw away all the energy that could raise you to higher consciousness, go out and fight somebody, feed and eat everything on them. That is a serpent brain stopping you from getting to higher consciousness. To, in order to click the amygdala and get into that, they used to teach you how to do that. That's why they taught you prayer rather than meditation, which you can forward those amygdala, get past all of that, and get into the higher consciousness we're all rightfully supposed to have. Everything short than that keeps you serving the lower consciousness, the lower form, and even have you serving the reptile brain, and more than that, the solar brain, the animal brain, which brought you into existence, teaching you that you are all animals. You are not animal. But through the animal body and the misuse of eating animals, you begin to lower yourself to that consciousness. Then they give you all the drugs and they give you all the booze. In fact, I, well, that's, we can start getting into what they've done in the music industry too, giving you people to follow, like this daggone uh where you start getting vodka and lemon juice. One of the worst things you could ever do because lemon is a two-way, which lets it get into almost all the organs. First is an acid or that. Then they give you vodka, which is a concentrated booze, and any time you start taking booze, you kill off your pineal gland, which is your melanin, and your chief to to raising consciousness. It's just awful what they've done, and I could ramble on and on, but there's so much to have to teach so quickly, but you can all understand it if you start going within, as many of you are doing, obviously, on this show, because I'm surprised at the questions, but I'm also surprised at the answers that you already have. It's time to awaken and get past the foolishness, because to keep that foolishness now is to disengage you from the planet, and therefore engage you to the planets that they're going to continue to control as this one gets out of their grasp.
3: Okay. All right, callers, you know the routine. we got five minutes left. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tag everybody that's in the call queue so we could all be on for the next hour that we're streaming off air. If anybody has any immediate questions that they need to ask right now, please put your hand up so I can tag you. Uh, I see a hand going up right now. I'm going to tag Brother. With the number starting 347546
2: Peace Peace, this the King Simon, greetings. greetings
3: Peace, brother King Simon, peace
2: Greetings family, Good. greetings Dr. Blair Greetings Pills, uh, the two Pills The red pill, the blue pill. I'm the black Pills
5: <laughs> Brother <It's laughs> Simon, how are you man?
2: How are you, brother? Oh, brother, well, you know, of course, uh, enough honors, enough, enough respect, and of course, let everybody know. February 21st, you know, he's in Marcus Garvey Holistic Center in Brooklyn. The doors open at 2 p.m. and event starts at uh, event starts at 3 o'clock. So um, there's only $20 yeah. in event, uh, $20, and it's gonna be in Brooklyn, people. You can call me at 347-546-5978. But I do have a question. We'll repeat that number again: 347. 347- Five four six five nine seven eight. We do have one more week for early bird tickets. If they want early bird tickets, it's fourteen ninety nine. I said fourteen ninety nine, so they could call me. But now I just recently seen. I think it was put up by one of the pills. I, I'm not sure, but brothers, uh, I think they put up about. They 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 let out that scientists found uh, a two hundred thousand uh, year old statue or plate on the moon with a Sumerian. Uh, uh, figure on it. Uh, uh, Dr. Blair, can you uh, uh, touch on that a little bit, please?
5: I'm going to do you one better. And I want you to give that number out again, too, because I asked some people here that I didn't know that number, so if you could repeat it again, I'd appreciate it. They have also found a 1.5 billion year old spaceship with a black woman who drove it. Now, that one freaked me out. And I, I looked at that controversial movie about that, and I did some research out of a book that they... No, 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 it's, it's listed again called Our Mysterious Spaceship Moon and I went back over that they banned that book and not only did it show that our moon is capable of movement that our moon is a time when we didn't have that moon, but the battle that was fought for black people against those moon people should be told also in history books. So I'm just going to leave it with that one on that basis because there's so much about the moon. There's another whole lecture that I give on the truth about our moon, and the truth about our moon will stand you on your head. So as I say again, my brother, if you would give that number again for me, I'd appreciate it. Yes, uh, the number is
2: uh, 347546. Five nine seven eight. That's a direct number to me. Uh, if they want that, I'm, I'm holding off because I know there's a snow snowstorm down south, and people are coming from down south. People are calling me from California, wanting to come to this Dr. Blair lecture, and of course North Carolina hit me up. People from Virginia and uh, Delaware. So, uh, being that uh, they wanted the early bird tickets, those that call me, they get the early bird tickets. Was fourteen ninety nine. This is the last week for the fourteen ninety nine tickets, and then it's twenty dollars at the door. Simple as that. But that's three four let's, seven let's, five four six five nine seven eight. Let's reiterate
3: that that day is the day that Malcolm X made transition. Yes. It's a very 45. special day for me because I always know that something very special in my life happens that particular day. Yes, sir. Can you feel me? That's right. Um so what, last time I think it was uh oh eight during that particular um year when that came in, I went through an experience on that day to deal with Malcolm and <clears throat> A week and a half later, I was with his grandson. Wow. And I was telling, I, I had the opportunity to enlighten his grandson about things that he was never taught about his grandfather. So this is the gentleman that people say uh, killed, uh, okay. that he should pass. He personally told me that he didn't do it, and he told me about a lot of peculiar things that have to him, his entire life because he is what was referred to as the seventh seal or the seventh sign. He was the seventh seed, which was the son. So he's been targeted from birth. Um,
2: right, right.
3: We're about to be out. It's like
2: a few seconds
3: yes. remaining. We're going to be oh. off air, but we're still going to be streaming. Everybody that's on the line, continue to stay with us. You know what I'm saying? We continue to drop these bombs. And,
5: Tell them um, what we're and up. Let me also say, again, there's a few minutes left or go, seconds left again. Uh, I give consultations, I give workshops, and I give lectures. 708-422-6685.
3: Friday, we have Dr. Phil Valentine coming on the show, and next Tuesday, we have the Grandmaster, Ash Quazi who just returned from Ethiopia to break down everything for the people, so stay with us, stay in touch, stay in tune, stay in back channel, same day, this is Nota Les Radio, you are definitely rocking with the best, but Dr. Blair, I want you to stay, you don't have to hang up uh, this moment, it's just stop streaming and whatnot. I'm sure that we have a few more questions that uh, our, our audience would like to ask you. I have one question to ask you that someone in the chat room wanted me to ask you about the vortex over there in the uh, in the Yemen region. And they, they have supposedly sent uh, warships and whatnot over there. And um, I'm going to drop the link in the uh, the chat room right now for the people to check that out. Have you heard anything about that?
5: Yeah, there are a number of major vortexes that are now opening. As we get more into the fourth dimension, there will be more and more because these vortexes were to get you through portals to the fourth dimension. Now the fourth dimension is where the planet is going to be. So now you're going to say they're going to start discovering new planets in our system. They're going to start finding new lands, everything else, because these lands and these things were operating on a fourth dimension. Our planet is as low as you can get and still be physical. Uh, physical is, <laughs> we, our planet, there's going to be so many new discoveries, new planets, new planetoid, new systems, because we were too low in vibrations to see them. And wherever you have these energy fields collapsing is where they cause a vortex. That's where you'll find these cities were built. Because the ancients knew where the lines of force came into our planet, and they tried to utilize them. That's why they have, in many cases, these um, crop circles are showing you now what can be done with mandalas, what can be done with using hyperdimensional physics. Because when you do that, it is not just a flat plane surface, but a three-dimensional plane that looks flat to us, simply because we're so low in vibration. Those are portal openings. Those are vortex openings. We have a vortex that we create around our own body. But by the time we get to eating genetically modified food, and, of course, we are what we eat, drink, and think, we can't even utilize our own body's energy. That's why we die so quickly, and why we get diseased and imbalanced. All these things are being revealed, and I'm just simply saying I'm so happy that you guys have gotten deep enough where we can really touch on these things, and even if people don't believe it, at least it's planting some more seeds and maybe the germination of those seeds will lead us to the tree of life in the Sephora.
3: Mm. No doubt. Indeed, indeed. I got a lot of people still, you know, with their with their hands raised. They want to ask questions, you know. what I'm saying, so I'm going to take some of those callers right now. I got a caller starting with the six seven eight eight six zero phone number. You're being tagged. Yep. You are now rocking with the best piece. Can you hear me? Yes, yes indeed. Sir. All right, what's going on? What's up, everybody? Uh, okay, I just want to me. touch back on. I just want to touch back on when. Uh, Dr. Bled was talking about uh, this and this thing because I, I go to school and I've been trying to tell these cats in my
1: school, you know, because, uh, it, you know, to tell you the truth, it's, it's only a couple of us that's uh, re- really conscious. And we was having a talk and I was telling the guys about uh, pretty much he was talking about the Adam and Eve story, but I've been trying to break this guy down, trying to tell him straight up that, you know, when it comes to life, as we know it, you know, life can only come through a one man or, or a woman, you know, far as our physical life when it comes to
3: life, you know, life-giving life. It has to come to a female aspect. And I've just been trying to break it down with this guy. But I just wanted to get uh, Blair's uh, uh, touch on that just so I can probably, you know, explain it to this guy a little bit better whatever.
5: Well, that can be, if, if by my Wu-Man, amazing Wu-Man lecture, and, in fact, I condensed it because, really, you need to understand man, Wu-Man, and child because they're still going around calling on children, kids. And that's to the guy much. you should never call your child a kid, and don't raise him as a kid. So I kind of combine that to make it easy on everybody. It used to be those were three separate lectures which sold for 20 bucks apiece, uh, not on the street, of course, because the street brothers, they don't pay me, they just take my stuff and put it out there, but bless them. But if you get that man, woman, and children, it will tell you what womb man is, it will tell you what real man is, and it will tell you what a real child is. A real child, as I say, is a children, it's, a, it's not a kid. The real man descends from God and from the Creator. And of course, the womb man is the man with a womb. And that gets very controversial, but it gets into the things that caused us to mutate here. And it talks about the original womb man, it talks about parthenogenesis. It talks about androgyny. It tells you the difference between it, the female secret glands and and, and why it was there and why they had to take away that whole story and create that so that they could not propagate. And now they're going to go back against that grain because now we're getting back to homosexuality, which does not propagate the species. Got nothing against homosexuals because I can even give you a weekend seminar to show you how homosexuality came about from three different vantage points. But the point is it does not repopulate. You cannot produce your own kind going with the same sex. This is the problem, and this also is another way where you start, I don't know, I don't know where to begin with this stuff. So much has been mistaught that now with this explosion of wisdom, not just knowledge and misteachings, we have to begin to alter our consciousness. I have a whole weekend seminar on homosexuality, parthenogenesis, and eugenics. I used to,
3: um, I remember back in the day you, you uh, did election. I remember you were talking about the Parthenon, and I just wanted it was it was, it was a it was about the Parthenogenesis, and uh, pretty much what was going on was that it was pretty much the women were lining up, I guess with the the, the cosmos, and I guess that's what they were using to uh, uh, produce. I guess right as far as a, a Immaculate Conception goes.
5: Well, that's what the Parthenon is all about. Certain birth is for virgin birth. Virgin birth is a reality. But we don't understand the reality of virgin birth. That has been taken away now. They tell, but now the union of sperm and egg—that is not the only way for a zygote to to mitigate, to, to mitigate against uh, by mitosis happening with the egg. As I just say, it's just so much, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so much to cover. And do it logically, you'd have to get back to what womb man is, what the the egg, what the zygote is. All original zygotes are females anyway. When females were not on earth. All of these things are part of history we've never taught. And for me to get into that and make sense, that it takes time.
3: All right. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. What's up, everybody? What's up? Peace, family. I'm going to take another caller in the queue. We have a caller with the um, number starting with 614-887. You are now rocking with NotaLedge Radio. Peace. Peace. This is uh, Brother Neesamu nice. once again. Can you hear me? Oh, indeed. Yes, indeed. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I would just uh, I like to dropped, say, right? uh, what would you say? No, I said, did your call get dropped? Oh, yeah, it got, it got dropped earlier. Um okay. I would just
4: like to say that uh, to everybody that's listening, I didn't get a chance to say earlier um, that I'm having a gathering at Serpent Mound May 14th, this year, 2010, uh, that will be the new moon. It's going to start at sunrise. Uh, it will end at sunset. Um, I would like for people to hit me up on Facebook. I have a Facebook page. You can look me up there at uh, Nefertamu Zakin Tahuti Ray, Atan Ray. Um, you're going to have to
3: spell it for them or something okay well
4: um uh, i I'm gonna put it in the chat so mm-hmm. that y'all can hit me up um but um yeah, the gathering is gonna be for the new moon uh this spring. actually, I found out about this about a year ago. I was um like last summer, and <clears throat> uh me and the, my friends that went up there, we were warned that you know that basically the the sacred serpent or uh the serpent spirit of the planet was getting ready to raise its head um that it was time for the um earth to speed up in order to do that that meant that the uh volcanic activity beneath the earth was going to become more um, uh become more active um and this is one of the reasons why we haven't so many earthquakes as well, uh, I didn't get a chance to ask Dr. Blair, but one of the things that the ancestors have been stressing to me is uh, is the fact that we do have to come into uh, a form of resonance, uh, communal resonance, being on a certain harmonic frequency together, you know, and not just talk, but it's something that has to be formulated, and so many things have been done to keep us from focusing on that only that is going to tune us back into real time you see like dr. Blair explained to us earlier about matter and how you can you can change and twist matter um, as you want to you know like the the ancient Sufis used to create sacred ash from out of their hands you know you have some Um, some masters that can create fire or water out of their palm, and that's just a matter of just that, mind over matter. And it's a matter of also being able to visualize it and knowing that you can do it without even somebody telling you you can do it. You know, that's a part of this great discovery that I found because a lot of the things that just personally, not to just, uh get into myself but personally um I haven't had a lot of masters. I've had to basically go by feeling my way through the dark as they say. So I kinda see myself like an, an electric eel walking through or I should say swimming through water. You know, and we have the ability to do so many different things, especially now that the doorways are opening up because of the simple fact that uh we don't have the um we don't have the uh we don't have to worry about the blockages that a lot of our ancestors had as far as mentally you know not even being able to understand that you are light you know that you're stardust walking talking electrical magnetic stardust and what's holding it all together is water That's that feminine principle we keep going back to, keep talking about, and and the sacred um, will of medicine here on this planet was the medicine given to the melanated man or the carbonated man was water. So
2: Hmm.
4: our job is to reignite the planet with spiritual consciousness. We can't do it, you know, sitting around every day, Trying to do this, trying to do that. It's more so going to come about from us in some way or shape or form having a communal resonance. If it's nothing more than we start for 15 minutes at a particular set time, according to the timeline, so that we can oh, all know.
2: Man.
3: It's 11:11 right now. The minute you drop that, you know what I'm saying? Utilize this time. This is the portal. 11:11 is the portal hour to go in. You feel me? We need to collectively, wherever you, at, wherever you at, know that we're gonna start wherever we are, and we're gonna collectively resonate at eleven, eleven. Okay. Well, there's
4: two two tones that we can do for sure that we know that will coincide together. You can say Om or He. Absolutely. Om or He, and He is for the for the crown chakra. That's also an yeah. alignment with Obatala, Tahuti. You know, thank um, thanks, thanks my You know, right. thank to Michael Jackson. You know, we slept on it. What he was trying to tell us through that. Right. But
3: if you want to really re- rise and get the most out of the he-he uh, mantra as well, do it while slightly jumping. Yeah. And it's going to raise because it's masculine, so it raises your fire energy. You know, what I mean, he is definitely one to go in on. But I can't overemphasize the importance of meditation. If we're talking about astral traveling and 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 defragmenting and all these other things, if you can't get past the rudimentary phase of controlling your mind through meditation and finding the time to do that, then we're wasting each other's time here. Right. Show me. And the most in-
4: Uh, The most important thing um, uh, also that I learned before I even really got involved with this um, on this level was I was a musician at a young age. I played brass instruments, so without even knowing it, you know, I had mastered the breath, deep diaphragmatic breathing, pot belly breathing, playing brass. I had to play that way, and I moved from there and was blessed to have the, um, the, the elders from um, the, um I don't want to say aboriginals, but the Australian elders come to me in dream time. And so now I play didgeridoo as a form of healing.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And I've seen that move diseases from out of people's body. I've seen literally like portholes open in people. hmm So we can do the Donnie Darko situation if we really choose to. We can dance underwater if we want to. But it it's really up to us, you know. We we it's really we aquatic, amphibian by nature, you know. We have to learn to use that to our to the best of our ability because we're under several canopies of water, forms of water, and it's all electrical and magnetic. Being yeah, synthesized to
3: through light. Go ahead,
4: bro. I was just saying it's being synthesized through light, you know. And the the pineal gland, Um, from what I've, uh, I mean, if if anybody's seen the movie um, Dark City, you know, the kind of breakdown that John, you know, the guy's name is John Murdoch. And John, of course, in in uh, Christian faith, he was the beloved of Christ. And Murdoch, according to the Sumerian faith, is the Christ or form of the Christ. So, you know, we have to be the beloved Christ bearers or light bearers. You know, we have to be that way to one another. We must learn to be saints to one another first before we can really learn to heal you know, because I mean, let's be honest. There's a lot of us that can't even just give each other the the, the real respect that you do. You know, and but we call ourselves consciousness. We rush up on other people. You know, we don't really take the time. A lot of us to really let this this stuff formulate. You know, uh, I heard Dr. York once one time say on a lecture that he watched a lot of lead, leaders go after power. That are digesting the medicine first. Hmm. Good point. Those of us that are, are these indigo children, you know, crystal children, um, rainbow children, those of us that are these beings, we really ain't supposed to be fooling with worried about material gain too much because
3: you we the state there? of the world you, you got?
4: Cheese cheese piece
3: and a pepperoni
2: pizza?
4: A piece. Yes. Oh, so um, we we are uh changing, we are changing the the face of this planet. You know, we have to be the forces that change the the face of this planet.
3: Mhm.
4: You know, I mean, we was talking about it earlier, with all of these um different world crises that's going on. You know, we can't allow that to be distractions for us. You know, because I mean, let's let's be honest. In the cartoon of the X Men, they're telling us that they're trying to figure out a serum so they can cut us off. They're trying mm-hmm. to find a way to either throw discombobulate you, or or de, or, um, or or trick you into calcifying your own pineal gland. And,
3: and they're using the cell line of Henrietta Lacks to try to find it. You know, they're clearly showing you that. Interestingly enough, um, as well, just to touch on the sister Henrietta Lacks, if anybody ever saw the first episode of The Incredible Hope TV series, you will find out that Bruce Banner gained his quote-unquote powers from them splicing the genes of a sister because the sister was able to lift the car off of her son and Bruce Banner wasn't, so he lost Laura. So he was studying the sister's genes. He had fucked around and um, left the gamma ray on, and it magnified it to like 300 times what it was supposed to be, and that's how he became the Hulk. So that was even a play on the sister Henrietta Lacks. You know, they, they mix a little bit with truth, and they root it in reality. That's the science.
4: Well, you know, that kind of yeah. speaks to something that um, I touched on, um, if you don't mind, I'm, I want to drop real quick, is is the correlation of uh, King Kong, you know, I, I have never, really haven't heard anybody break that down, but you know, the original story of King Kong, King Kong is not a male, King Kong is a female, mm. you see, because original story, remember, she had Mighty Joe Young. Right. You see, and so when you go back and you look at that whole story, and they break it down to you, the whole story of King Kong is really telling you of how they was going to desensitize the black woman of who she or who she was from the time she was a child, make her want to be this European image, love everything about. Because let's look at what they really did. I mean, think about it. She was she was a goddess in her land. Right? Being worshipped Her her the people, um, in order to get them the, the in order to get the girl back to to uh Kong so that she could be sacrificed, they used magic. If you go back and watch the original movie, they was hopping over they was hopping over the water using long poles that was magically extending and shortening. Hmm. Then they gasped, and uh, once they, you know, seen that it was the real deal, you know, it's, this, it's all the symbolic story of the power of the black woman, you know, and how even right now, like they're using her still to push this whole the presidency, and you know, who's the biggest uh, a poli- who's the biggest figure in in, in entertainment. As we know, as a black woman,
3: Oprah. Yeah, yeah, Oprah and Beyonce. She's still bigger than Michelle
4: Obama. I don't care what nobody say. She's still bigger than Michelle Obama. Of
2: course. So you know
4: she's she's the King Kong to conquer. You know symbolically. You know where's 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 her man at?
3: Not there.
4: You see, and Mm -hmm. what did what did they do when they brought her over here? She fought through the through the big city. She she came to America and seen her own familiar background of her her ancestral primordial self. She found glimpses of that. And when you look at that, where was it at? At the Twin Towers. Hmm. And then if you look at the spot where King Kong jumps from on the Twin Towers, from one floor to the next floor to get away from the enemy, so that she, so that uh she could um, fight them further to climb to the top. And it was all about petrol, gas, Exxon. (laughs) That was the time period, you know, when they were showing King Kong over and over, we was going through the gas hike. And I was like, I wonder who's really paying attention to this. Because it had everything to do with I tied it into the Matrix and the tr- and Trinity and us waking up and you know right. King Kong really being the Trinity because she's the triple black mother, the primordial mother. They know that Lulu and Melu that they found aside from the other bones that they found is supposed to be billions of years old. That's a uh, uh, a woman. You know, it's it's still all tied back, so it's it's still dealing with exactly what you're talking about. They've been using, for all we know, you know, they take the melanin from the males for specific, from young males for specific reasons. But for all we know, it's always been about the black woman and trying to kill them off, creating, you know, I mean, you know how many women die, die of, uh, due to the cancer, several forms of cancer, you know, you know how much melanin is, is located within the womb, the place of birth, how many women go through uh uh hysterectomies and, yeah. and and come on, I mean you know it's it is 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 much deeper than than we even it look they tell us all the time that the devil is more maniacal than we can believe. they sit and plot while we sleep, they find a new ways to do something even more insidious than the last, so you know. Um, the, that the the whole the whole um, the whole thing about King Kong and okay. how
5: uh, brothers, let, let me interface This is I'm gonna have to run. I was kind of listening to the brother as he was kind of uh, sharing so many things, <laughs> and right now I'm gonna leave it to him because, like I said, I came into the place. is cold and all like that. But I want to thank you for having me on there again. Uh, hopefully, it won't be the last time. Hopefully, you will come out uh, on. Um, uh, February the 21st, uh, over into New York again, and you can contact the number that uh, Brother King Simon left. And I want to thank you, Brothers, again, for allowing me to come in, and also the Brothers speaking again. You have a lot of wisdom, my man. And I will leave it to you. <laughs> okay?
4: Uh, thank you. Thank That's you. Low. Oh, Brother man. <laughs> okay? Thank you. I didn't know you were still listening. <laughs> yeah,
5: I, yeah, I was listening to you. I was off and on, but I can say I'm going to have to run it because it's still cold. We're just getting warmed up in this place again. So, Brother Red Bill, it, Brother bro. Blue Pill, <laughs> thank you again, yes, you and I hope it's not the last time.
3: Peace, Del, but i am see, see you in Brooklyn. Yeah, thank you. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Peace. Peace. Yeah, bro. Okay. Yeah, no. the, Um. the King Kong thing is deep, man, especially I've been trying to explain to my brother you know, about about LeBron for a minute, and I'm like, look, man, you got to keep an eye on that brother because of the subliminal messages they've allowed, he's allowed them to utilize him in. Now, of course, you all remember the Vanity Fair cover when he played, quote-unquote, King Kong, you know, straggling uh, Jessica Lange or, one of, you know, one of them Caucasian women, I forgot which one it is, and then they got the uh, the latest ad to come out by Nike is um prepared for combat, and they got him on a cover with a covered in scales hexagonal scales,
2: yeah.
3: and he got the boule he has a Sumerian guard tattooed on his chest, but it's also you know the uh the entity that they use as a symbol for the boule you know what I mean mm. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I just wanted to touch that, touch on that, because it reminded me of the whole King Kong thing. Well, you know, because so we real- got a remixing
4: Queen Kong. Yeah, well, we're, 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 uh, more like more like Empress, but um, what's even deeper is is if you if you really connect it with just that individual, the Empress Verdisi. Mm -hmm. Mm. herself now this is in no way shape or form disrespect to the empress because i would never do that that you know i have so much love and respect for the empress but let's be honest as a nation of so-called conscious people whether we call ourselves washita moors or whatever you know no disrespect but she should be on her soil as the 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 empress you know the protecting empress of that land we should really be doing everything we can to have a stated united front and stop playing. I mean, honestly, this is not finger pointing, but we know that we in the third quarter and we like really in three and some minutes, you know, we got the ability to either a score or kick a field goal and go into overtime. I prefer really to not go into overtime. We got Jim Brown in the background. The reason I'm saying that is because I'm making a connection to LeBron and Cleveland, Cleveland and the Indians right. and the Moors mm-hmm. and the original Brown the people, the mounds. Mm-hmm. You see, mm-hmm. and who is the next, per, the the next the next individual in line? You know, how is it that the Cleveland football team get traded, and then they go to the <laughs> They go to the Super Bowl the next year as a whole other team, but they they but they haven't done it, you know, in Cleveland since the very beginning.
3: Not only that, I saw I saw a, a movie the other day that was dealing with my. Forgive me for you know not remembering this brother's name. I actually want to do something on him as well. The brother that that, that came from college football into the NFL who wore the number forty-four. He died on the he di- he died. Uh, they said that he had um oh, yeah. lupus or something of that nature, you know. And, and Jim Brown was coaching him and bringing him through. You know what I'm talking about, body Chance? His brother?
4: I, I I I I'm ignorant to his name, but I'm I'm familiar with the story because I had done um. Uh, his name escapes me right now. Is what it is. Is he, he was the Heisman uh, and all that? hmm I'd done a correlation to him and Barack Obama and John Hansen with the presidency in the year 2009, how it was all correlated with the number 11, 44, and then 55, because master number 55 deals with the total revolution of mind and consciousness, you know. Mm. Yeah, because, you know, basically when you take a five-pointed star and you you place another five-pointed star and invert it, you know, you create a dodecahedron, right? which is, you know, now that's ten points around you, you know, and, you know, sacred geometry, you know, that number ten is dealing with the house, you know, or the gateway. So we're talking about moving from one house to another, which is what we're doing, moving from one house of astrological sign to another house. Which is also a jubilee year or a holy year for the cometic system and holy day for the cometic system. So, mm. you know, I mean, it's not by uh, coincidence. As as well as the fact that you would bring in the Aquarian an- energy with a Leo ruler because a Leo's higher self is Aquarius. Mm. You see, that's the other part of it a lot of us are dealing with the astrology from only one side of it which we call that the manifest side but there's the the dark side which you got to really know you know you got to be able to really read it because those that's the underside you know like um if your if your sun is leo then your your ascendant I mean if you are leo then you actually would be working spiritually with aquarian energy if your moon is is cancer, then your energy you would be working with will be Capricorn. If your, if your rising is, is in uh Pisces, then you would be working with, uh, spiritually the, uh, Venus energy. You would be working with the very opposite of what your energy would be on the spiritual, on the, I mean, on the physical plane.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: The, right, right. the, you know, the, uh, world is what they call it. You know, or the bizarro world is what they called it. And from my initiation with the uh, 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 the elders from the Australian lands that came to me in dream time, you know, they told me, you know, like uh, our rights are dying, our, 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 you know, we just want to pass one thing to you, and that is this, and, you know, it was the didgeridoo, and there was a whole ritual that I had to go through. They took me back in dream time. Through a series of three days, you know, every time I went to sleep, they came back on the money, you know, and they had raised me from the time I was a child, you know, in dream time. I was reborn Mm -hmm. and then, you know, I had to um, learn their customs. I went through a ritual where um, I had to um, basically learn how to make this powder powder. You know, I had to learn a whole bunch of different things by learning to make this powder. This was the ritual powder that we used, the mud we used to sprinkle on ourselves to do our sacred dances before we go into dream time or whatever, you know. And um, then finally when I was able to use my own, you know, I had to make a spiral a spiral wheel that was a central, frugal central petal uh, labyrinth, and I had to spin myself in and out of it. Without being dizzy, <laughs> and it was a you know a nearly impossible task. But um, the next thing I had to do was I had to find myself a didgeridoo. And I'm living in the city. I didn't have any money at the time, so I had to do what I had to do best, and that was improvise. I found me a cardboard tube that somebody had had left outside from moving outside that had a, a big map in it. So I took it. And with the instructions given, I made my didgeridoo. I painted it. I did everything that I was supposed to do to it. And I took it with me on that third day. I found it on the second night, actually, before I went home and went to sleep. And when I woke up the next morning, you know, it was funny because I had evidence in my apartment that it was real. You know, stuff like soot and dust on my carpet. When, you know, I I didn't allow people to wear shoes and nothing upstairs on my carpet but in that dream state when i you know i told them where i found my 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 wood or whatever you know they laughed they was like that's ingenuity they was proud you know it was like you work with what you had so you know Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that's going on between these dimensions if we're not afraid we're not scared you know I'm at a point where, you know, I'm kind of like Elder Bobby Hemmings, like, damn what other people think, you know. If you're not on this plane, you'll catch up eventually.
3: Uh-huh. You know. Exactly. I want to take, so, I got a whole bunch of hands in the queue. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep your line open. Let me just tag caller six seven eight eight six zero. Peace, family. What's going on, can you guys hear me? Peace, yes, indeed. Yeah, all right, I'm yeah, man. What's going on, what's up, everybody? I just had a question again. I'm up in Atlanta, and I've been trying to get in touch with a uh, a couple of people. I know Bobby Hemmick probably still here. I, I didn't get a chance to uh, catch any lectures, so I wanted to know. I had a question about lucid dreaming. I've been trying to get a. Uh, I've been trying to get into the science of, of 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 catching the dream before I wake up or get too excited in the dream. Uh, cause from what I've been reading the understanding this is when you get too excited, that's when you wake up from the dream of, of, of a lucid dream. So I've been trying to figure out if anybody had any meditational techniques or, or is it anything to do with the science of breath on, you know, pretty yeah. much, uh, keeping that to the point where I can, you know, not get too, too excited before I wake up, you know, on that level. So I didn't know if anybody had any, uh, any suggestions or tips on that.
4: Right. Yeah. I, I would um, say as you're breathing, bro. Say it one more time. I would say as you're breathing. As you're okay. breathing. Um because when you go to sleep you you, you know like um <clears throat> do you have a cat? You ever had a cat?
3: Uh no, I never had a cat, but I definitely noticed the way they breathe, uh when do the purr, you know, when they relax there. Right.
4: When you hear that purr, they hardly breathing.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: If you was to take a mirror and put it under a cat's nose, you know, uh, they hardly breathe. When I was, <clears throat> they hardly breathing. When I was a little kid, you know, uh, we had a cat. We had a lot of different animals, but uh, I would get my cat when it would be sleep and I would hold it close to my heart. What I didn't mm-hmm. know was that was a, that was a a, a real Uh, That was an old way of tuning my body to that vibration. So now when I'm ready to go into that state, I literally send or I visualize myself turning into that cat, turning into a lion.
2: Okay.
4: And then I, I, I put myself in that sleep. Now as far as you remembering your sleep, remembering your dreams, one of the things I would tell you to do is When you're dreaming, first of all, you have to realize that this is still you.
2: It's
4: not, you know, it's not away from you. This is not, this is not like you um, sitting on a computer looking at yourself. Like you know, um, this is not an avatar state, so to speak. In the physical is the avatar state, right? Where you can allow the, the the spiritual to make it happen. So. In the dream world, you you just want what you want to do is you want to concentrate and focus on what your goals are. Like <clears throat> to 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 make myself more clear, Michael Jackson was a master of doing things in his sleep.
2: Yeah.
4: That's partly what caught him got him caught in the situation he got caught in because he got messed around dealing with a doctor who was not adept into the study of practice that he was into and he wasn't able to do the system completely the way it was supposed to be done by a certain number of words that were supposed to be said at a certain time uh maybe it was a knock you know or a series of knocks you know or uh um maybe a touch on a certain body part you know um these are just different ways you can program the body and program the consciousness to really go into those deeper set states of sleep where you can really bring that God power
3: out of you. Okay, because I, I, I remember one uh, not too long ago, but I remember you know I used to I used to trip mushrooms, and uh, one thing I can say for anybody I don't know if anybody else has had, but I know uh,
1: that night when I would go to sleep, that was it was man it, it was. It was strictly lucid dreaming, and it's so vivid, you know, where it was just, it was just something that you know I try to do with meditation and you know other states. But I was like, man, it was just, it was just, you know, so vivid and so real, you know, where my my pineal gland was still open to activation even while I'm sleeping, you know, to the point where you know I'm just I'm I'm in that state of you know just living it while I'm up, you know, while I'm dreaming, and it was just a wonderful feeling.
3: The way I try to get back to, you know with meditation and just, you know, science of breathing, so right. I'm trying to get back into that. So uh another thing I know I, I noticed is that uh even when I uh quit eating meat which I'm vegetarian now, my, my thoughts became more clear even in my dreams where I can I can remember more, I can remember details of color, you know, uh situations like that. Uh just want to drop mm-hmm. that. So, you know, it's okay. a real deep thing, man, you know.
4: Well, I just have one more suggestion um uh-huh. too for any for anybody who may be having some difficulty uh getting because sometimes you can't remember your dreams because you're not getting enough proper oxygen flow and blood flow to the brain so one of the things that i do regularly because i like to keep my psychic channels open is i stand on my head okay i stand on my head and i've learned to do it you know I, it took well i, I can't lie i always kinda of been limber enough and balanced enough to do it but it took it took some um courage for me to stick with it and once I started seeing in a short period of time the benefits of standing on my head, you know, even for short periods of time, even if you can only do it for like uh, uh a minute or two, you know, sure. the longer you learn to build up on it and you get that blood flowing down into the brain good and then you know um you'll be surprised you know how it'll feed your brain especially before you go to sleep it helps a yeah, lot as is, far as the mental clarity and mental rest this is actually okay. a technique this,
3: this used approved and suggested in yoga they use their forearm area to act as a brace stand on the head oh, yeah, I seen that. I let seen the that, blood yeah. flow to the to 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 the to the brain You know what I'm saying? And you will have a spectacular day if you start the day off like that, and you will have a spectacular dream state if you end your night like that. And that's what I'm talking about, these very fine-tuning things that we need to implement into our daily regimen that will, you know, pretty much line us up to become the thing that we desire most. You feel me? So everything that we talk about could be demonstrated, and we just won't be talking just right. to be, you know, intellectualizing or mentally masturbating. These are practical methods that one can use. Right. You feel me? You know, get that blood to the brain. Right. Man, you know, I think it's a lovely, real beautiful thing. You, you know, when, uh, just being where I'm at right now, you know, I'm, I'm still young, but I can actually tell right now, you know, it's a. Uh, it's a whole lot of our younger people coming into consciousness, you know, and, and everybody picking up on the vibration, man. I love it. It's a real good. It's a real good feeling, you know, to have to have a lot of conscious people in our community where we can link up and be able to uh, express all this knowledge that we have amongst each other. Because you know, I'm still learning. You know, everybody's always learning because knowledge is a learning process. You know, I just think it's a good thing, man. Definitely. But that's Absolutely. all I had
0: for the night, but, you know, I definitely can't wait. You know, I'm still be
3: tuning in, listening in. So, you know, I'm definitely working on my techniques and try to get that all straight out. So. You got it, man. Just, you know, approach it with full confidence. If something don't work the first time, go back in. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing guaranteed to say that everything is just going to happen with a snap of a finger. This is all about regimentary practice, you know what I'm saying, and repetition is what brings one closer to that God self. Anyway, develop right. a regimen, cool. think with it, and once you see the results, you're going to get hyped, and, and it's just going to persuade you to go further and do more, and then the people around you is going to be like, yo, what the hell are you tapping into?
5: That, and you know, that's what below, all they're going
3: to get into it. That's so what it's, it's all about. Exactly. What's that's about that's right? the only way we're going to turn this thing around, is by becoming living examples of what it is that we talking about, that we're studying, and that we're being exposed to. You know what I mean? We are the ones that we've been waiting for. Let us be the change. Let us lead the way. That's what it is. That's what shall. it is. I say, hope to everybody. I'll be easy. Absolutely. All right, peace. peace. Um, there was a whole bunch of callers in the queue. I don't, I don't know what happened. Like, I see the call queue got dropped on the phone, I guess that it's only us right now. You feel me? So got about fifteen minutes left and we're gonna make it eventful for the archives. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna make sure that if they did get knocked off the line and they wanna come back and listen to the show, that they could definitely tune into, you know, the remainder of this fifteen minutes and know that um it was it was full of gems. Red Pill, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Red Pill, you still there you said? I'm still here? Yes, sir. Okay, okay. All right. So, like I said, you know, we just need to take it home, chop it up, slash last 15 minutes. And, um. Okay. Well, you know, today was a powerful show. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot to absorb. <clears throat> the doc definitely, you know, left.